Welcome to Aloy Gaming, episode 35. I am your podcast MC, Perry Morton. And tonight, or today, where you're located, I have a really good friend named Corbin Dagg. How you doing today, bro? Oh, man, doing great. <laughs> How you today, Perry? Pretty good. Just like, you're a long-time listener, so it's about yep, time to get yep, you on. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You know, uh, you know how it is. Now, if you're new to the show, the way we do things is we look at video games, but in a way that they might influence you or the in- industry and how it might affect later games, if that makes sense. You know the way that works. Yeah, yeah. And in the mix of all it, we just still talk about video games. So we just enjoy playing them. Cool. Now, to open it up, all right. what's, the first, what's the game you're playing right now? What I'm playing right now, well, I'm in between games. I just got done playing a few Sonic games. Uh, Sonic Which Gen- one? Oh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Yeah. I did, yeah, I did all the emblems on that. I was doing that. Whew, it drove me crazy. <laughs> I tell you, those games are rough. It's not so much that it's just like a lot of enemies or a lot of difficult levels. It's the controls, man. So- Sonic is a great series, but when it got to that 3D, you know, they just, mm-hmm. <laughs> you press one button, he goes flying off the screen. After that, I did Unleashed, which, you know, he turns into a werehog, and uh, that added a new control scheme where you do platforming. You know, Sonic doesn't really do that. He's all about going real fast side scroll or, you know, straight forward. But now he's jumping around. He's going through like a like a Skylanders combat where he's just slashing and, and, and mm-hmm. hacking everybody. And it was all right. Frustrating, but I finished it up. My plan now is to start on Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> <laughs> now, you were saying, did you not play Sonic Mania? No, not yet. I want to pick that up. And, you know, I love the original games. Sonic 1 from Knuckles, beautiful games. Uh, episode 4 was alright. But I know Sonic Mania is like the same kind of style as mm-hmm. all those. So Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it just gets back into the original like, oh, yeah. feel of it. And, like, it's really fun because it's not... I think where they said it's not about just going right in this one you gotta figure out a way around it like what from what I played you know like shout out to Seth Fulker he was like beat it in like the first day it came out he said <laughs> like just finding different ways different paths cause like you can take and like you said like Sonic like the controls and like did you play Sonic Adventure 2 then during that D- uh, during your binge of playing Sonic oh yeah 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 that's what I did yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I was gonna do Generations next but and Survive came out. So, yeah. <laughs> so you quit on the project and just yeah. play the new game? Well, I, I'll be working on it on the side. I'm also working on something else. I got a VR headset. Okay. So I've been playing through Resident Evil 7. Now, I, I've got a problem where it's like a motion sickness. It's not like the same kind of thing you get on a roller coaster or whatever. It's got a different name for it. It has to do with the... Uh, how do you say this? Because you're looking at a world and you're able to move around, but your body's not physically moving. Mm-hmm. Your body is just not catching up to what, what's going on on the screen. So after about 30 minutes to an hour, I start getting nauseous, man. Yeah, I don't feel like... For, I think there was a study that they should make about that to see how long someone can actually stay inside of it. Do you know how long they can stay inside of it? <sighs> I think it just depends on the person. I think safely, a couple hours... It, they, they recommend, from what I read, that if you start getting too nauseous or if you, you get feel like a headache building or, or any other problems to stop because if you keep going, it's not going to get any better. Yeah. But, it says how long it's been. Someone's been up to 48 hours up in it, so 
It's possible, but still, though, it's like... 48 hours in the VR? Yeah. Oh, man. I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't do it either. It's, uh... The source comes from Engadget non-stop. Like, non-stop in this thing. Oh, jeez. Wow. My son's a lot better with it. Is he? Yeah, he went for about six to seven hours, no problem. Really? Yeah, he, he doesn't play any of the horror games, but he was playing a job simulator. Mm-hmm. So he'd be uh, working at, like, a, at a restaurant, making food or pretending to make food to be crashing stuff thrown at the customers or working in a cubicle you know smashing a keyboard or throwing it at the co-workers you know whatever he's got in the but he he loved it and uh i think so i got a demo disc it's got all the different games that you can try out on it but i haven't bought too many for it just yet mm-hmm. you know i just got it a couple of weeks ago so i don't want to you know splurge and buy 10 games for it and not play all of them. Yeah, it, 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 I think that's the problem with game right now. It's like, everything's coming out too soon. And we'll get mm-hmm. further into it. Now, yep. what made you start getting into video games? Because some people, I'm looking around at your room, yeah. and it's like, you got a collection for real. I, like, I see anywhere from Dragon Ball Z to Capcom related stuff to 0360 games. What made you start getting into it? Well, I started really young. I'd say... About three or four, my sisters had a Sega Genesis and a Super Nintendo. So I would always play Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on that or Mortal Kombat 2. I still have that copy. It's sitting up there. Uh, NES, played Super Mario Brothers and the Duck Hunt combo. And, you know, I, I was always lost in that because, you know, I don't know. Just, I, I didn't want to do a lot of the other things like, you know, play with trucks or like action figures and all that. When I was able to get in control of a character and just run around these worlds, it, it, it was just amazing to me. And that jump from the... See, I had a little bit of a bumpy jump to the 3D world. I threw up right away. I couldn't do it because I was doing side-scrolling games this whole time. And then I jump on into uh, Super Mario 64. I just I immediately needed to puke. But afterwards, I went through that. I spent like a month or two just getting all the stars in that. And that... And I think that, along with Spyro the Dragon, started my collecting phase. Mm. So that's why I got all this. Because I love getting every single thing in a video game. So then I, I, I started some collections in the past, but I always sold it back to GameStop or something. I, I hated doing that. I don't like getting rid of stuff. So about 2012, I said no more. And that is why I've got near 200 Resident Evil games, for one. Uh, just 200 games in Resident Evil. Yeah, a lot of them are in ports. Uh, co- they're all different versions of like the same game. So like Resident Evil 4, I got like 10 versions of that spread from America, Europe, Japan. I've got a Russian version. And uh, bottom shelf is all the movies. I know people aren't a big fan of those, but I like them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I like the movies. Like yeah. You can't hate on them because like, I can... The first one that I actually got into is Resident Evil 4. Yeah. And, like, I think that's where everybody started. Oh, yeah, it. that like, was... Yeah. Well, I'll no, go for it. <laughs> All right. So, most people, they didn't really want to touch Resident Evil first... Uh, I'd say the first four games, because Code Veronica is among those. But once 4 came out, everybody jumped on. It was over the shoulder. It was, like... Uh, I think it was one of the first ones to really utilize that. 
I think, what was that, 2004, 2005? Yeah. So it jumped out there. You've got this guy going in alone. He gets all sorts of guns. He's going up against uh, hundreds of enemies at a time. And uh, people really love the action of that. It's it sold the best-selling game on GameCube, as far as I know. Resident Evil 4. Yeah. You said 2000. Yeah. 2004, 2005, one of those two. Yeah. I can see it. 2005, you're right. Yeah. Dang. Like, I knew. I knew oh, I was playing on no, GameCube. Yeah. Well, yeah. You said, ah. But, yeah, uh, that was the first game that me and my friends, like, would just come over and just stay and, like, just play that game and, like, go through it and like to see the ending of that game which is like wow that's different like <laughs> like you start off in this mansion but you don't end up in the mansion like and I remember seeing the trailers I'm like well you're supposed to be in this mansion all the time mm-hmm. and they were like no nope. Nope. you switch because I remember having to put it in the second disc yeah and like yeah. I got a friend you know, like he says like because he got to play the second disc first he was like it feels right that I get to play the second disc first <laughs> so I'm like yeah <laughs> like just something about that game was amazing. So, mm-hmm. uh, with Resident Evil, like you're saying, like you weren't a f- some people are not a fan of the movies, but like I think that it good, like as a story wise, it was different mm-hmm. but good because like po- most games are like you just take a different character, like take Leon or take Chris. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, those are the, pretty much the two pr- male protagonists yeah, of the so. story. Uh, for you listeners, and the way they did it was different. They took a fictional made-up character and just threw in everything that you knew. Yeah. And I like that for some odd reason. It was different, because I don't think that if you could really decide if Chris should have been the main lead or Leon, mm-hmm. why not make this girl named Alice, who's not really connected, and just bring everyone together? Yeah, that, that was a great uh, idea they had. It ran for six movies. My personal favorites are the first two. But the others are good. Now, they they really diverge from the the games, starting with Extinction, uh, going into Afterlife, Retribution, and Final Chapter. But uh, Alice, yeah, she pulled in. You know, she had Jill in the second movie. Uh, she she had Stars people. She had Carlos, uh, Nikolai, and in in the third movie, Carlos was back. Uh, they brought in Claire from Resident Evil Two. Yeah. And Afterlife, Claire again, uh, Chris. They actually brought Chris in, but they didn't have him for the next movie. They they never brought him back, yeah. which which sucked because they had Wentworth Miller. Have you ever seen Prison Break? I don't watch Prison Break. Oh man, yeah, I know right. It's something I should watch, and I, I don't watch it. Uh, so yeah, they had him as Chris. Uh, Wesker finally showed up. Well, actually, he showed up in Extinction as like a a CEO in this hologram room, and then. Uh, in Afterlife, he was actually the main antagonist. And in Retribution, they switched it up. I thought, was, I thought he was like the protagonist, like he was a helper or something. He helped them. So yeah, that was. They, a, so, pretty much, spoiler, I guess, but they pretty the, much they made him a helping cast member in the one movie, then they made him the main antagonist at the end? Yes, they, they switched him back to the antagonist. I don't know what they were doing with Final Chapter. They brought Claire back, but nobody else returned it was just Alice and Claire and then Wesker and they also brought back a doctor from the third movie uh, Isaacs he's uh, what's his name you, you watch Game of Thrones right yeah Jorah or something the guy who hangs around uh, Daenerys yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. 
he he's the the bad guy and he, he was a bad guy in three he's gone he's suddenly back in six and they go with this clone thing but i mean i like it i like the whole overall plot but people didn't enjoy that they didn't make chris or leon the main character they didn't like alice for whatever reason well the thing is though part of the reason uh that I like Alice because, like, this is just a fun fact. Like, I play Pokemon, and of course, you probably do too. Yes, sir. My favorite Pokemon is Dragonite, and I'm, every right. time I get a girl, every time I name her Alice, <laughs> every time <laughs> All right. All I right. don't know, I just like the name Alice on a Dragonite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, cool. And it doesn't really help that. Uh, what's her name? Girl that plays Alice. Oh, uh, Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich is actually a really attractive girl. So it's oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, let's just name her after that. Every time, <laughs> like it's crazy now. You like so. Outside of Resident Evil, are you not a Mega Man fan or? Uh yeah, well, see, I finally got into it just a little bit. I played the, I got the Mega Man collection just up a little there. Bit. <laughs> yeah, so it's got the first six games on it. I played through the first stage, but. My problem is that I get distracted real easy, you know. I'm trying to play so many different games at once, so it got thrown to the backlog. But I will I will go through it. But you know, you've always heard about backlogs, man. I've yeah. got way too many games. So, like, how do you maintain, or, like, how do you main your backlog? Because, like, how, how many games are on your backlog? Hmm. Physically, I'd have to say about 30. Digitally, uh, <laughs> <laughs> too, much, too many, <laughs> too many, too many. I mean, there's so many games that you can just buy easily online nowadays that you, you're not gonna get a physical copy. And with sales, that's a problem. I see a sale, oh, so this is gonna be like uh, two bucks, fifty cents. I'm gonna buy that. And I'll play it, you know, somewhere down the road. So I've got so many games just sitting right there on the Xbox or the PS4 too. Especially now with the games for gold and the, the PS4 Plus or the, the PlayStation Plus, free games every month. So I just keep adding those in. So how do you feel about well, because like we talk about Microsoft in that sense. How do you feel about the new Game Pass thing? The Game Pass. See, I haven't done that yet. Because, so like, yeah. I'll give you some background. Of what okay. is like you've heard of the new Sea of Thieves game, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Well, if you have the Game Pass, all first party games made by Microsoft are free. Yes, I did hear about that because yeah. Crackdown 3 was going to release, but that was going to be free. Yeah. So I was thinking I might actually have to jump on the Game Pass just to yeah, get that game, for free. Game Pass is for 10, like, just 10 bucks for Sea of Thieves. It comes out next month. So it's like, okay, mm -hmm. sure. Let me go ahead and spend $10 and not really pay the game. Exactly. Well, that's, pay that's for a, the game. That's a good deal. Really. I mean, like, that, it makes you question, will Anthem be the same way? or oh. <laughs> Because it's a first-party game. But wait, is that first party on Xbox? Yeah. Oh, I, I, okay. I thought that was maybe. on PS4 too. It's not exclusive. Exclusivity might just be for Xbox right now. So oh, okay. So one of those timed exclusives. Yeah. All right. All right. But like I said, like we've had conversations off the off air before. Yeah. Before. So, why do you prefer physical over digital? Ah, well, let's see. Part part one collector thing. Yeah. Part two, uh, you know, I'm just concerned about what happens down the road, 10 years from now. Like, they shut down the 360 server, and not all the games go backwards. I could have a whole bunch of games that I can't get again. Uh, I think the Wii had that problem where you couldn't transfer stuff originally. 
it, you had to actually physically transfer it, otherwise you lost the data. So I, I worry about losing the data or them delisting content, which I, they have done in the past. Yeah. So I, I don't wanna, I want, with a physical game, I can come back 20 years and still play it, as long as I have the console. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if I got a PC, I guess I could just download them all anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. They said if you had a, you got your master race over here. Yeah, master race <laughs> over here. Of course, you can just go ahead and yeah. uh, do that. But like, I was thinking like for the Switch, because like we both have Nintendo yes, Switches. Yeah. I'm like, wouldn't it be better just to go have it all digital or most of them digital, or what? Yes, uh, I I can understand going with the digital only route. It's just I'm kind of stuck in my ways. I'm being a collector. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, so if if I'm if the game is physical, I'm gonna get it physical. But you know, I still got Odyssey digital, so I haven't picked up a physical copy. And I might one day, but for right now, you know, well, I, I can play that. Then I I got Zelda just sitting in there. I can switch right over. So. Oh yeah, see, like that's yeah. what most people are doing. I think is like Zelda in cartridge. Yes. Like, make sure you have it. Then everything else is digital. <laughs> like just make everything else digital. Like me personally, I don't have it that way. I think I have Xenoblade, Splatoon, Zelda, all hard copy. Yeah. So Splatoon for my sister because like she just loves Splatoon. Like she played like I think she came over one time and like this is an eighteen year old girl just. Just glassing, just hanging out at my house. Not really, just minding her own business. She's running like eight hours of Splatoon. Oh, man. <laughs> like, good God. She doesn't want to play anything else either. Just Splatoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you played it yet? No, my son wants to play it. He, isn't that just, does that have a single player or is that like a yeah. multiplayer only? It's just a, it's just a single player. Multiplayer oh. online, though. Oh, okay. No, I haven't got it. It, it does have a single player story. All right, I think I might pick it up just to try that out. Because mm-hmm. uh, the way I, when I looked at it, it was like this reminds me of Super Mario Sunshine with all the like the stuff all around and everything. It gives you that that feel for it. Yeah. Like I felt that way too. But like, it's a fun version of Super Mario Sunshine. Because like when you look at like the Mario games, that looks as like one of the worst ones for some other reason. Yeah, I'm I'm divided on it. Are you? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it the first time I ran through. I haven't wanted to play it again, though, since. Uh, problem was the difficulty. I mean, some of those levels get pretty hard later. But I, I think most of the Mario games are doing that nowadays. Uh, Galaxy 2, I, I haven't played it, but I heard that it gets Galaxy 2 gets really pretty rough. ridiculous <laughs> at the end, but, like, that is my favorite Mario game. Mm, Mine. Okay, What's okay. The, like, so, like, I love the galaxies. Like, it's what reintroduced me to Mario because like I played I didn't even beat 64 really no did I you never, ever go back? Uh, no I never actually went oh, back man. I just felt like I wasn't that big of a Mario fan oh okay because okay. like it was really like we had Mario and then we had Zelda yeah <laughs> like so oh, yeah. I'm gonna choose the latter every time because like Zelda is like the go to hard felt like hardcore like fighting me over some mm-hmm. Zelda but that doesn't mean I've played every Zelda game I'm just love Zelda more because okay. like what it means <laughs> towards so, it how many times you gone through Ocarina or Majora's Mask Majora's Mask not even a full way through really I just don't but like I see a lot in that game hmm. but like the reason behind that is because like I get to a certain point in Majora's Mask every time because like uh, shout out to Jody uh, Burgery, who is letting me borrow her copy still. 
After like two years or something. No, a year. Because Breath of the Wild came out last year. Yeah, I was going to run through all of the Zelda games beforehand. But like she, oh, I got to a point like, it's like where you get the Zora mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I just stop playing. Yeah, the Great <laughs> Bay area. It's, I mean the first two are pretty good. Uh, Great Bay, it's got a water temple, you know. Yeah. Water temples and Zelda. But, but like, Ocarina of Time knows the back of my hand. Like, I know, I know exactly yep. Yep. where I'm going each and every time. But, like I said, I'm going to have to make a point this year to actually beat uh, Majora's Mask. Because, all right, all right. What you're saying, that, or asking, because, like, Breath of the Wild was good. It's over with. Uh, I've beaten the DLC. Well, besides the Master Trials, because that was just. Those, those are just dumb. <laughs> like good luck have fun oh, I'll be doing them <laughs> I think if you do doing I'll do them then alright alright but and I'll write a review over it if you do it alright so, right. um but no like when we look at Zelda it just means more as in like the background yeah. like kind of a, like a King Arthur feel like sword in the stone added in with his own twist and it makes me go like I really like that error yeah and like some people that go like well I really don't care for sword and shield but I prefer guns um, I'm, like, I'm like really that's how you end up I guess with Ratchet and Clank which <laughs> you know platformers before was all about punching and swinging your tail and then Ratchet and Clank comes out and you got all these awesome weapons but uh, but that game like I said Zelda like actually led me to like games like The Witcher and like ah, The Witcher is okay. amazing like like that's one game that you have to play like if you like open world games cause like if you heard what I did last year like you should know like I ran through Horizon Breath of the Wild The Witcher oh my god like open world just goes crazy man mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's your favorite type are you a side scroller game or are you more like horror like Resident mm-hmm. Evil obviously you have like 10 plus copies so yeah. Yeah, uh, plus, you know, all the Silent Hill, Evil Within games. I, I really love horror, but uh, I think anything... I, I, if I get a platformer, and you've mentioned it before, like where you're playing Odyssey, where you just you get a big smile when you're doing it. That's what I love doing. I love getting on a platformer, jumping around, you know, doing crazy moves, and you, you just feel good playing it. Uh, but if I had to choose recently of, of things that I like to play be something like Bioshock which is oh wow yeah so first person with like this in-depth engrossing story I, I really like those and with, with like neat abilities the plasmids and all that mm-hmm. that was a cool addition to the game I need to play that because like that's was the first episode recommend Bioshock yeah oh, Bioshock like good god <laughs> They got the HD collection. It's got yeah well, for like oh. twenty bucks, and that's mm-hmm. not an ad. Just for anyone listening, yeah. not an ad. <laughs> but um, what? Hmm. What are you looking forward to in Metal Gear Survive? <sighs> what am I looking forward to in Metal Gear Survive? Well, I hope that. You know, it, it, it has more than just the zombies. I do hope that there is a story that, you know, it does more than just, you know, surviving. But I don't know, because uh, as far as I'm aware, they're sucked into, like, an alternate 
dimensions, so Kaz, Snake, all those people, they're not in there. It's just these uh, remnants of the, uh, what was the name of the outfit that they were with in Peace Walker? Peace Walker? Yeah, Peace Walker, they, they formed a, a group, Big Boss formed a group, and Ground Zeroes takes place like a few years after that. Oh, in the Metal, Metal Gear series? Yeah. You're talking to the wrong person. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 it, it's not. It's nothing wrong with the Metal Gear series. I just haven't had the time to play it. And it's like, you know, I hear so much stuff about like Kojima this and Kojima, Kojima that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, the fuck's so great about this guy? And all of a sudden I look at it like it's like, you see Death Stranding, I'm like, you are God. <laughs> yeah, he. The way he creates his stories, I haven't seen it in any other series. I mean, he's literally making movies. In, yeah, like, he but, is a video game god, for yes. real. Like, uh, you know, I've loved that series for a while. I, I started, I think, with Twin Snakes. I did play the original afterwards, but I started with Twin Snakes on GameCube because everybody was telling me how great it was. And it, the story, the voice acting, everything, it was, it was fantastic. I picked up two, three, four, four is one of my favorites, despite a lot of people hating it. It's like five hours of cutscenes. Gameplay, maybe three hours, five hours. That's not, that's much of, not much of a game, but it, it just, it, when you think of the franchise before it, leading up to four, it just has a, a deep meaning, because you get to see the end of Solid Snake, uh, the resolution with Ocelot and everything. Which one is this? Uh, MGS4. Okay. Yeah. It's where you got Old Snake. People weren't too. I, I don't know if they. Well, were... I just know that Pain or no, your Solid Five Pain is yeah, the name of it. Yeah, or like that's technically the first game. Uh, well, the the order is at least currently three, which takes place in the nineteen sixties. It's during the middle of the Cold War. Uh, the boss she defects from the U.S. to um, the Soviet Union, and Snake he's sent in. And his mission is to stop her as well as uh, the Cobras, her unit. So they're all these uh, individuals with these special powers, and uh, they're all trying to uh, create, use a, kind of like a Metal Gear, but it's a, called the Shagohod. Okay. They're trying to use that, um, the guy, uh, Volgan, Volgan's the guy in charge there. He's trying to use that as a deterrent against... Um, the Gru and the U.S. and everything, and get a hold of the Philosopher's Legacy. It, it's like complicated stuff. Uh, after that is Peace Walker. No, no, Portable Ops, then Peace Walker. Ground Zeroes, Phantom Pain. And then Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 4, and Metal Gear uh, Rising. So, okay. it's kind of a little confusing order, but... Well, like you said, like, we... Confusing order. We'll get into that round two, but like you yeah. talk about confusing order, look up the Marvel movies, then talk to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that's for later. For real. Uh, <laughs> what? Like as you mentioned it, you have a son. Yes. Um, we won't say his name on here, of course. Of course. Um, how do you feel about your your son playing video games? Do you absolutely enjoy it? Or like, do you? Oh, I love it. Do you were you glad that he appreciates it as more? Because like, he's pr probably still young, but you can see that he's gonna appreciate it more someday. Oh, he um, he started. I swear, ahead of us, like 
two years old, just messing around on a controller. He, he, he was always engrossed by it. And whenever he finally found his own interest, he started with the kid stuff, like Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, and that's pretty fun, actually. <laughs> oh, it is. It's a good game, man. Uh, Minecraft, obviously, and Roblox. Those are his main things, but uh, he's taken an appreciation for horror. He plays Left 4 Dead. Really? Yeah, he's he's running around on the campaigns. He doesn't do it online, but he's running around completing campaigns with the the AI. I'm like, really? This kid's getting he's getting better, which yeah. is great. I, I love to see he's getting better, and uh, he he plays his Five Nights at Freddy's. He watches horror movies like Chucky, Friday the Thirteenth, and he, he plays the Friday the Thirteenth game too. But you know, sweet kid, no no problem with it. You know, violence isn't creating any kind of issue with them. Usually. No, no. I'm just no. curious, like, like yeah. how would you, not for say me, but like someone else that like is having a kid that wants to play video games, where would you start them off? With? Oh, I would always start with Mario. Mario? Always. Mario, or whatever the current big kid game is, like Minecraft or something. But yeah, so you start them off with, and if you want to start them off, you can start them off uh, where you started, like with an NES or an SNES. Start mm-hmm. them where you began as a gamer. And that way, when they move up, they get to appreciate the older games. Because the thing is, you know, my, my only thing with, with my son is that I don't think I can get him to enjoy the older games as much as I do. You think so? Well... You think he might have to get a little older? He might be... Yeah, right now, I can't get him to... Like, I bought a Super Nintendo uh, Classic. Mm-hmm. And he played it for a little bit. He played Super Mario World and uh, a few other games on there, but... He, he primaries to his uh, current games. He, he doesn't want to touch classics right now. Of course, I was probably I probably would have been that way at his age too. I didn't want to touch like Atari games. Now I might try them out, but uh, if I had been born in like the two thousands, I probably wouldn't have wanted to touch an NES or SNES. Oh, like compared to us in the nineties or eighties, you want like, well, we play Super Nintendo, you know, all of a sudden. 64 comes out. We want to play the 64 now. Yeah, he wants to play the current thing. The current thing. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he plays all three of your consoles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he beat Odyssey. So, really? Yeah, I was proud of him for that. I was think that was his first official game where he, he ran through. It was an actual like game where you'd venture about, collect things, beat bosses. That was the first game he beat. So, I was proud of that. So. <laughs> now, I feel like Odyssey is like... Like I said, I think I said in my review is that it's more of a, it's a good if you're into the series, but it's really meant for kids. Like, mm-hmm. like you're like you can be a fan of it and, and appreciate it for what it is, and like it's a great game. I'm not knocking it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that it's geared more towards kids, while Zelda is geared more towards the adult fan base. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So. They're both great. I'm just saying. Yeah, that. both great games. <laughs> definitely, one shifted towards the young ones, and yeah. the others definitely yeah. for you know you and me and teenagers. They'll, they'll love Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and like what's funny is I think I was standing in line when Final Fantasy 15 came out, and like there was a kid like 16 years old, and like he said like there was another guy we were all having a conversation like so do you play this game and this game he's like. Oh my gosh, like these games are what got me into it. Like, we're talking about like Orcarina of Time. 
Majora's Mask. The dude's 16 years old talking about like Final oh. Fantasy, talking about Final Fantasy VI. Wow, like okay, wait, that's good. That's like good. wait a minute, like. Huh? If he's if he's starting out at that age, he, he's definitely got a parent who yeah. was within our generation. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's just like craziness. Like, yeah. So that's the main question. And of course, you could ask me anything. Yeah, of course. What game influenced you? What game influenced me? Like, as my my gaming habits, mm-hmm. or it, or it made you feel a certain way towards life? Uh, well, I think towards my gaming habits, I. I have to go back to Spyro on this one again. When I say collecting everything, it led to... Whenever the Xbox 360 came out, I got big into achievements. Because this was my... Like, I could go through and try new things that I would never do in a game before, like play it on the hardest mode. I would not touch hard modes ever before. But with achievements, I could uh, you know, I could actually earn something for doing it. So whenever I completed a game, you know, I always felt good completing these games. Like I did the one of my first was Call of Duty Four, doing all of like on veteran. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was a rough one because you know you die in like a couple shots, and uh, it, it made me more focused as a gamer to to go for these achievements because I could complete games. I could go for like the hardest challenges that they've got to offer. Downside is that. When they throw in multiplayer achievements and they're they take forever. Yeah. So if they're if the uh, community's dead on that game, you're not gonna beat it legit. You got to get people together to just get the achievements, and that's not fun. I don't like sitting around for ten plus hours on a multiplayer mode getting an achievement, which is what I used to do. Whenever my first. 100,000 gamer score, that's what I did. I would, I would complete games to the fullest, include the multiplayer modes, and then after I got to 100,000, I, I just, I want to complete the games that I really love. So, like Resident Evil, I'm going to complete all of those, get, you know, beat them on hardest mode, do the craziest time trials, whatever they need. Mm-hmm. It's like Sonic, I did that too. I could have left it alone, but I, I kept going, and you get better at the game as you're going for these achievements. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean I I feel like I've definitely improved in my skill set. Still suck at multiplayer though. I can't, yeah. I, don't, I can't do it. I, I, it's just uh, unpredictability. People doing weird things, jumping around, the whole no scoping thing. I can't I can't deal with that. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> now, how did that switch you to your actual life? Like actual. You can make you more of a collector, or something. Well, yeah, it definitely made me more of a collector. Uh, it probably also influenced my desire to collect Marvel movies, TV shows, Dragon Ball. Because they hold something dear to you. Yeah, like you, they, the, it's something that means something to me. So I want to have as much of it as possible, and right now display it because to me it's like a trophy, personally. Yeah. So having them. I mean, it, I don't know if I have that desire to sell them later, but I could probably get a good price on all this when I think yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, like when you look at it, like, oh, so, well, let's well. see, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I could, but no, like seriously, like, I've seen, when I go and see other people's collection, it's like, oh wow, you guys really do care about video games, and you can yeah. like, tell me like how you got this one, or you got that one. And oh, I like, could tell you everything about every single one. You see, that's the thing. Like, you can tell me how you came across it or 
what made you want to get it, even though you had one, and you yep. just got it. But like me, like I don't really have that. I'm building a collection, but mm-hmm. like it's like, well, I can't tell you why. I'm playing it from a different uh, standpoint for reviewing purposes, yeah, not course. as collecting. Collectors know what they want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we have to go hunt for. Like you said, you just went on a field trip. Like it's a, a little. Oh, like uh, to you know, like here in Kentucky, yeah. where to go, and what did you end up getting? Well. Uh, the goal was just to check out each of these uh, mom and pop stores to see what they had. Um, unfortunately, one of them was closing, but I did get a good deal on a lot of TV sh- uh, shows. So I, I, it was just whatever I caught my eye. I just went in there, kind of like an antique collector. You go in there and you just take a look around. You see what you want. Decide if you want to pay as much as they're charging. Because uh, I saw a N64. The Pokemon Coliseum N64 oh, wow. new inbox shrink wrap. They had it for a thousand bucks. I wasn't gonna pay a thousand bucks for that, but imagine a Pokemon collector going up there and seeing that man. They really, yeah. Hold yeah. <laughs> oh. up, not open. <laughs> yeah, like, never this, open. This is this is suspect already. Yeah. <laughs> like hold on, this is preposterous. Let me put my schedule hippo eyes on real quick. I'm gonna need Nintendo to come over here just to confirm it. <laughs> no, actually, Game Freak. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, there's a if you go online that if you're a big collector, there's this uh, this company that they will have it sealed and they'll have like an approval and everything. Like they put it in this uh, special casing, but they always sell them for like a thousand bucks a piece. So but, regardless, like it's always a thousand. Yeah, like you could get a Final Fantasy Seven new. The original release, and they'd probably be seven hundred more dollars. But but from them, it would be verified. It had like one of those certificate of authenticity things. Oh shit! Yeah, so. Well, I like I know some places that have it. And it's just like one fifty. I'm like, okay, I yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. If I can get a good price, I'm gonna pick it up. It's like, but I got mine for the twenty on the PlayStation Four. I was from twenty. Like, okay, I might not never play this again, but yeah. Um. Here's the digital copy of it. Now, what was your top three games of 2017? 2017. Hmm. Well, I'm going to have to put Resident Evil 7 up in there. Of course. I, 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 yeah. uh, that was a, a big change for the series. They've done first person before, but it never took off. They had a Gun Survivor series on PS1 and PS2, but nobody really liked them that much. It had light gun support. You remember games like Duck Hunt back in the day? Mm-hmm. You take a gun. So they, uh, you get a special edition that came packaged with a gun, and you could aim at the screen, shoot. You shoot the zombies or whatever other monsters they had. But uh, they, they put it in the back seat until about 2011. I think it was 2011. might have been 2013. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations the creators behind that, they decided they wanted to work on a first-person game. So they fiddled around. They had little tech demos. They called it, like, Kitchen or whatever. They didn't didn't want to tell you it was Resident Evil. So when they revealed it, it was a huge deal for everybody because now you're going around in first-person and in VR, too. That that was insane. And uh, the way it plays, it's just like the first game. 
you you end up in a house. You have to go and uh, you know solve puzzles. You fight against a uh, pursuing enemy. You go to different areas. You go to another house, which is just like the first game. Then you go to a, like a laboratory. At some point, I think it was in one of the DLCs. You go to a laboratory, but they they took a lot of what the original game had and they transferred it to this generation with first person. And uh, I mean, I, I I was just blown away. Uh, graphics were beautiful. Music was eerie. Um, I, I just like, I really liked it. That's good. So yeah. that is number one. What? So what's number two? Number two. Number two. Oh, I gotta think. Uh, thinking. Think. 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 Or Winnie the Pooh voices, guys. You know. The fact that I know that. Was Evil Within two? Two thousand seventeen. I feel mm-hmm. like it was October. Yeah, Evil Within two. I know I'm putting another horror yeah. game out there, but uh, that. That improved greatly on the first game. I think you mentioned in one of the previous episodes that you had played the first game for a bit, but you put it down after like a little. Which game? The Evil Within. Oh yeah, I yeah. put it down for a while. Yeah, and then uh, the first game had problems with like the stamina. I hate that about some games where you run for five seconds and then you just collapse. I, I can't stand that stuff. But then they fixed that with two, and they made it open world, just like. Breath of the Wild and everything. They made these open world sections. So uh, they expanded the stealth, uh, more enemies, more things to do. I, I enjoyed it as a, as a follow-up to a game I already really liked. So I know some people didn't like it with them one, but I, I did enjoy it. Well, some people just need to learn how to play games. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, just playing. No. Evil Within was fun. I think it was just the fact that Schooling was around the corner, and, and yeah. I just had to get focus on that. Of course, <laughs> so. of course. yeah. The uh, it's the same creator of Resident Evil Four, so it's kind of like it's like a reimagining of Resident Evil Four, if you want to say that. It's uh, it does its own style, and then you have the, a lot of the same themes: a village, a uh, castle. Or I think it has a castle, not a church. Either way, it does a lot of the same things. And uh, the ogre's shoulder, the enemies that you fight are similar to your Resident Evil 4 enemies. So, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, I guess I gotta throw in Odyssey. Odyssey? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like Breath of the Wild. It's just, unfortunately, I got distracted. So I got torn away from it. I didn't get a chance to really go much further. And then I picked up the Switch version, so I had to start. All the way over, yeah, so. it's like, how many uh, shrines are there? There's 120, I think. Yeah, 120. I feel like I had 60 shrines So, on the Wii U version. So when I started over, I play it every now and then. I don't play it as much as I should, but uh, Odyssey, I was, I was on that solid for about a month. Oh, were you? Yeah. I didn't get all the moves. I was trying to, but some of them got real annoying, so. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> That's really disappointing. Hold on real quick, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think about video game reviews now? Video game reviews. Um, well, I don't read them as much. I do, I do enjoy the video reviews. Okay. So, uh, I, I just, you know, it, it, depending on the uh, creator style, the, the reviewer style, rather, like, do they, are they 
more in depth and they, they play around, do some goofy stuff. Uh, I, I like all kinds of reviews. So okay. I'm, I'm not too picky as long as it's not some slanderous stuff. You know, somebody okay. just hating on it just because they're, you know, a fan of something like this game is going to get survive. Yeah. Uh, I know that there's probably going to be some biased reviews for it without people actually really playing it, trying to sit down. Because it's not Kojima, there are a lot of Metal Gear fans who are kind of boycotting this game. Really? Yeah. Konami went ahead and they created their own Metal Gear game, which we ended up with Survive, and uh, as I haven't personally experienced yet, I don't know, you know, is it, is it a well, game? Well, yeah, well yeah. I'm looking on IG Insight right okay. now, just to give you an idea, because I know earlier they were doing their review like the review in progress which is the best the best way to you do because like yeah, exactly. to like review it in progress now sources from them I don't know who is by Metal Gears this is gonna get really low okay nothing uh my Metal Gear survives microtransactions art kidding around that's the question I want to ask you it says that the headline title is this Metal Gear Survive makes you pay ten dollars for a new save if you don't want to delete your existing character you're kidding i am currently looking wow. at that right now no, so I no i think it's still review in progress so for okay. them to sit there and so what the news article says is keeping your existing character essentially means creating another save file for your new one and igm has confirmed that each new save slot costs 1000 survival coins you can buy a thousand and a hundred and fifty coins for ten bucks. Metal Gear survives microtransactions were confirmed last month, but not all details of what you could purchase with them. Save files, for example, were explained. Metal Gear Survive released this week for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. How do you feel about that? I don't like that. All right. I'm, I'm not a big fan of microtransactions in the first place, but having you pay to create a new character, I don't... Has anything, any other company done something like that before? I don't think I've even heard of any other that company doing that. Terrible practice. Why <laughs> would you do that? People <laughs> like to start new characters. Just let them do it. Look, I mean, they got to delete the old one. Okay. Now, do you have to pay if you delete the old one? I. That's the. That's where it gets tricky in that aspect of thinking of do you have to pay for it? But from what it's gathering is keeping your existing character essentially means creating another save file for your new one. See, the reason they do that is because everything is on the cloud now. You can't see. I like that about the 360 and I guess the PS3. You could you could stick backup saves on yeah. USB sticks, and then you know you could have your extra characters there. You could just load up from the USB stick. It wouldn't have any idea that you had a character, mm. so you could start a new one that way. Yeah. But now everything's on the cloud. There is no. I don't think there's an ex, uh, a way to have a secondary save mm -hmm. device. But but just hearing something like that is just like kind of like it, it demoralizing. Turns my I don't like it. It's because like you're really right and ready to play this game, and you hear something like that, you're like, wait, what? It's like just looking stuff up like that is just weird. I think they are just trying to get over their morning of losing Kojima. But they did that to that's themselves. Their, that is their fault. I yes. mean, 
they got in that dispute with him. They kicked him off. They unfortunately screwed up uh, the fifth game because of it. That it's unfinished. It sucks. We we got a great game, but it's unfinished. There's an unused ending. I think you can access them through PC, or maybe you can unlock them or something. But there there was more to it, and Kojima didn't get the chance to tell the full story. So you missed like an actual final boss battle. You didn't get one in five. No, is that because it's weird? Or I mean, like, do you think it's because he takes long to make his games or is it because they didn't like the direction where the franchise was going I think he was using a lot of money I think it was financials but I, I can't confirm yeah that. you can't confirm but no, still though from what I've heard from some people they say financials it could be because yes he was taking a long time on the game it was like a I feel like it was a four or five year development I mean, mm-hmm. we heard about it originally as something else, and then it finally got announced, and then I feel like it was two years later until we actually got it, mm-hmm. which, you know, Final Fantasy 15. Ten plus years. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that <laughs> turned out, I haven't played it yet, but I fully plan on it. You should, you should at least check it out, because, like, that is, like, that was the special realm for me. Um, because I mentioned it, what, what, shout out to Danny Ray, he's probably sleeping across the pond right now, just knocked out, <laughs> you know it is, um, like, Final Fantasy XV was one of the first games I was looking forward to on the, my PlayStation 4, and to be able to play it after I had my car wrecked, because it was like literally months apart, like two months apart from each other, like where I had my car wreck, and then being able to do that play it it was just like wow kind of groundbreaking to play 15 into the last guardian which i know i rave about so much on this damn podcast it's it's just it was just great that's oh, in my backlog too what I, the last guardian i own it i just haven't played it mm, you definitely should <laughs> <laughs> like like that's just a game that just the, the game that everyone should play. I guess some people say, like, oh, I don't like the story. I'm not going to remember it, like, ten years later. But, like, that game's done me, did me wonders in a very desperate time in my life, so. <laughs> well, I mean, I like it because I like Shadow of the Colossus. I am, that is reviewing, that is in the review category right now. I have it. I have never played it, so. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, man, that was an important game for me because, uh. That one, I didn't play it at release. I played it after I had some financial problems in the past. I had to sell my Xbox. And yeah. Everything. So I didn't have a game console, but then I was able to get a hold of a PS2 and Shadow of the Colossus with it. And I was playing through that, man. I was blown away. I couldn't believe that this came out on a PS2. Mm-hmm. Had this massive world and uh, the gigantic bosses. I, I, I loved it. I loved it. Okay, I can't wait to check it out. Like, it's, uh, it is in the queue, like I was saying, like, the way I've reviewed, because I don't know if you, you've probably seen some of my reviews, you're a fellow listener, well, it's just the idea of, like, well, you know my dream goal is to get to IGN. It's always to get to IGN. I don't, it just is, but, like, I feel like their scale is cool. I, I enjoy it. I agree with it. But, like... For AOA Gaming, I feel like it needed to be at a 5, but on an influence meter based, like how influential this game is towards the overall outcome. And then we don't look at it in like 
well, it's trash or garbage, really, as in, like, the inspiration or influential side of it. So, that being said, Mario got a 5 out of 5, because what I saw we could do towards kids yeah. or whatnot. I am, like, re- what's in review right now is Monster Hunter World. So, oh, completely nice. beat, finally, like, got game fo- game footage, just ready to do the final touches, so... Yeah, you, you've been telling me all about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, Monster Hunter is where it's at, man. Like, I, I tried the beta. I, I, I thought it was cool. I just haven't gotten around to picking the game up. You, if you do, you got to be on the PlayStation. <laughs> You're on PlayStation place. for real. We'll play with you. Like, all right, all right. Like, what, what, like, it's really that great a game. Like, just to think, like, to have free DLC. Whoa. Woo! Mm-hmm. Oh, we're good. I couldn't see my mic. I couldn't see my uh, cursor for some reason. I was like, whoa! Yeah, they take the difficulties on the one and twos. <laughs> but you know how it is. Um, but like, to have free DLC the whole time. That is great. Like, no microtransactions, really. You can pay for stuff that you don't really need in the game, but like... They're like a dollar or so. Like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, we're getting free monsters being added. Like, people are willing to help you out throughout the whole game. And I feel like I'm giving my review right now, but I'm not. I'm like, just telling you, like, the basis. Like, just like squad session. Like, people will just, like, help you. Like, you send up an SOS flare, you will have people join you just to help. And, like, it's all about getting to high rank. It's not like, because they split up to low rank and high rank. Getting the high rank is the goal. So, the way you do it is, like, you have someone that's higher than you to help you out. Like, so, I feel like I was getting crushed a lot, but you get better. Like, yeah. and that's what getting are about, is yeah, about getting better. Getting like, I don't know how many times I had to, like, <laughs> play, uh, what boss got on my nerves when I was a kid? First time facing Seymour in Final Fantasy X. Oh, it, if you ever yeah, played yeah, that yeah. one. Is that that one was retarded? <laughs> I was like, really? So I got to poison him to do this and just to be able to do that? Okay, whatever. Yeah, I couldn't stand Seymour. <laughs> was it the second battle where they're like on a like a mountainside or something? I, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like on a mountainside and yeah, like it's after I the. Was, I wasn't prepared right for it. I couldn't get past. It. I had to go back. I had to go back. You know, because like. I know a game that you should, like, play. I don't, like, how big are in RPGs are you? Like, are, uh, like, JRPGs, put it that way. Decently. I mean, I do like the Final Fantasies. Uh, it's not too much beyond that. I mean, I, I'm willing to try anything out, mm-hmm. honestly, so. Try Persona. Yeah, I did play uh, the Vita, I think it was Persona 4 Golden. Yeah. Yeah, I played that one. I got quite a ways through... Uh, Again, the distractions. Distractions, so, yeah. So I had to put it down, and but I, yeah. Like I said, I would really recommend Persona Five. Like, yeah. I talked about a lot about the Last Guardian and like Near Automata. Near Automata, of course, this first game I ever reviewed. But Persona was just like, I remember reading a review, not review like a wiki, like a walkthrough, just to make sure I was doing something wrong. And like, there's a point in the game like where it's not really a spoiler, but like you die. 
and you think the game's over and it's not. You know, it's just like, holy fucking shit, what's going on? <laughs> and we're like, there's a point also like where it's at the end, like, and you die like in the battle. And you're like, oh god, whatever. This is the final boss. I can tell. And all of a sudden, like the wiki says, like, you're gonna face this boss this time, but this time you're gonna win. I was like, holy shit, I'm gonna win this time. <laughs> And, like, hearing the music throughout the whole battle and face, I was just like, wow, I'm really fist-pumping the whole way through this. <laughs> like, and I remember, like, he was about to do, his, like, his final blast, and, like, I hit it, and it killed him. I was like, yes! Oh, Let's close call victories, man. <laughs> close call victories in anything. It's just like, really? Did we do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, that actually reminds me of the, well, one of those games that they throw that at you, where you're supposed to lose, but you try so hard to win at it. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it because then I think I'm screwing up. That's like, oh wait a second. Yeah, There's more like we're like we're like the boss hit you for like two thousand damage, and you're yeah. like level ten. You're like, wait a minute, what's this about? That did happen in Persona Four. I ran into the was it the Reaper guy. I opened up a chest. He was there. I couldn't beat him. But I think that was just something I wasn't supposed to be fighting. Well, he said, like, Shadow of he said, like, for me, it would be difficult to go back to play Persona 4 or 3, 2, or yeah. 1. Because I started with Persona 5. Yeah. But it was just because his recommendation that said, you should try Persona. And, like, to play that, and we're just like, oh, wow, this is really great. It's it's up there with Final Fantasy, you know, like, in like this terms of JRPGs. Because, like... You can say, you probably agree with me that Final Fantasy is turned into a more of a westernized game. Totally, definitely. You think and so? Compared to, you know, earlier releases, is it's wet far more, and uh, I'm just wondering what direction Kingdom Hearts is going to go. Oh, see, like, we can go into that room. Yeah. 2018, what, 2018, we got a couple games coming up within the next couple months, actually, uh... Starting with your big one, probably God of War 420. Blaze it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely gotta pick that one up. See, I'm actually I'm I'm missing a few games on that series. I I played I think I played the first two. I think I started the third. Wasn't there one after that? Yeah, there's there's Ascension. Yeah, Ascension. Yeah, that's the other one I didn't play. But I I want to go back through and run run through them again. Are they all on? PS4... PlayStation 3? I guess I gotta get myself a PS3 again. Oh, you don't have it? Like... No, not anymore. No. God of War games. Well, I mean, I just picked up a 360. I guess I can go with it. Yeah, PS3. Ghost of Sparta. Yeah, oh, that's a PSP one, I believe. Yeah, but they're all on PlayStation yeah, 3 Yeah, they, they now. remastered it and put it on P- uh, PS3. God of War 2, God of War Betrayal... I remember those games. God, of, like I said, the God of War game coming out looks really good. Oh yeah, Norse mythology. Looks like they changed. It, it doesn't look like it controls the same as the others. At least from what I saw in uh, some of the gameplay video. Like the way it controls. The combat looks different. Yeah, the com- the combat is completely different. It's not yeah. that Devil May Cry style. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I'm a big Devil May Cry. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. glad that you are because like, which one's your favorite? Uh, three. Yay! Yeah. There we go. Yes, sir. Yeah, three is... Three really sets the tone. Oh, yeah. I, I can't stand two. Never. 
I, see, I, you're a true fan because no one can stand to two. It. I very few games I say I will not play two. I just started. It's just so. There's just too much wrong with it. Man. It I, sounds like um, only reason I would play it is for the Bloody Palace. That's it. Oh, yeah, Bloody Palace. That's the only reason I play it. Otherwise, it's like uh, I don't really feel like playing this anymore. Which <laughs> is. I, I do plan on getting... I think... Uh, what, what's coming? 2018. Your Definitive Edition. Isn't that what the, yeah, the, the Definitive Edition? Definitive Edition. Is it going to be the first three? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to play one and three again. I'm going to skip two. Just <laughs> like this. And then... See, I like one. Because, you know, that was a... Uh, that was my first PS2 game. Was DMC1. And... Because I didn't know, you know, you know, I haven't played through PlayStation all that. I didn't have a memory card when I got my PS2. You didn't? No. So I had to play through Devil May Cry one multiple times over each day, each night from the beginning, and uh, because I didn't have a memory card for like two weeks, my dad forgot to get it. So I was like thirteen. Sorry. Is it already out? Yeah, I think it's already out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you really are. So. This is a problem, though. We talk about Capcom. Yeah, and I'm Mega Man. No, mm-hmm. I'm missing the game. I'm missing the Legendary series over here. Where is it at? Let's see. I think it, it's favorite, famous for the word Hadouken. Uh, <laughs> Where's Street Fighter at? Uh, yeah, fighting games, fighting it. Man, I'm... I, well, first off, I suck at it. I'm decent at Dragon Ball. I've been getting like in the fighters and Xenoverse a bit, but I I can't. I'm not. I just never been that great at it. I like them. I like playing them, but I will get my ass kicked by anybody who's go off. <laughs> yeah. Just sit there. They'll, be, they'll pull off the combos. I I, I suck at blocking, and uh, some some combos I can just never pull off repeatedly. The the ones that I like to do is like where you just it's like a down back move where you, you suddenly appear on the other side of the character. I, I like pulling that off over and over, but I can't pull off elaborate stuff or chain a good combo. I'll get knocked into something. Take I, I might get like half your health and you kill, kill me. Full <laughs> health. So. Street Fighter Five is in queue for review at AWA Gaming. Oh, so okay. right. Arcade edition that is. So, I was just like, I really love Street Fighter, so... Yeah. I really need to review it. It's been forever. I did have Street Fighter 2 for the Switch. But I was like, uh, I was actually, I've been a good Samaritan and was like, hope to friend get another game. Uh, I traded in. So I was like, dang. So now I have the option to go back and grab it. And, and I did. This week. <laughs> I think I, I should try to get in Street Fighter. If I can get better at all these other games, I can probably get better at a fighting game. Yeah. So. And like I, just, if you really venture out, and like it's just different. Try Tekken. Tekken, yeah. I I got a friend who's really big into Tekken. He prefers it to Street Fighter, but yeah, I think I did get, get Soul Calibur. Was it two back in the day? How do you feel about Soul Calibur coming out this year? Uh, I'd I'd like to get back into that as well because yeah. I I did I think Soul Calibur two and three, but then I yeah dipped out and then uh. I, I'd like to try it again. But, okay. 
they're not doing that whole exclusive character thing anymore like they No, no, I think they're, they're completely done for that. On the GameCube, they, you had Link, and then you had, uh, was it Vader? Yeah, it had Vader. You had uh, Kratos, too. You had Spawn at one point. Yeah, oh, yes. Okay, the first time, I think Soul Calibur 2, was uh, Link, Spawn, and that guy from Tekken. With the, yeah. I don't remember his name. His hair. Hachi or something yeah, like yeah. that. And then uh, huh. the next one was Yoda, Vader, and I don't know who the third But I remember Yoda. That was awesome. <laughs> I remember I got to make my character look like Cloud. In that oh, game, man. yeah, like it was it looked just like him. I was like, wow, this is cool. And like, he even did like the wave at the end, really. Yeah, I was like, dang, I'm surprised they had in the Smash. I mean, I picked up as Amiibo a while ago. Ooh, Nintendo, yeah. actually, there was because like we're still talking about 2018. Yeah, yeah, there was a rumor from an inside leaker. I think her name was Amanda. You can follow her on Twitter. Um. She can confirm that that Super Mario Brothers, Super Mar- Super Smash Brothers, will be coming out for the Switch Ooh. this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. 3DS, uh, Switch, like you know, incorporate it. So, but she can't. Be... She can't tell. She can't confirm if it's actually a new game or if it's just a port. Oh, yeah, because if. If it's just a port, I mean, would they would they do anything new with the 3DS version? I think it's incorporating the okay. 3DS elements into it too. Right. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see if it actually comes out this year. I hope for a new one. I mean, I, I mean, that is like a really good Smash, but I think they were saying like I want Snake back. Uh, I think what they're saying is. Uh, if they can actually pull it off and like have that third party support actually oh, come yes. back to it, it'd be like kind of like the new Mario Kart, but better because they can add more people to it. Because like you'll get the definitive edition, like so all the characters that we know here, here you go, they're already in the game. Then after that, they're probably like, well, season one, here's this, season two, kind of like Street Fighters, what they're doing, they're like here's 12 new characters, here you go. Oh, 20 bucks per pop. That's it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's just a random idea that I heard today. It was like, oh, that's. Well, yeah, this season stuff. I think Final Fantasy's doing that as well. You get first season pass, and that's got, what, like three episode character episodes in it? Oh, is it? Is yeah. it? Well, I don't. Games like. That's where we gotta ask ourselves when is a game complete and when is it not complete? Yeah. So that's why I try to pick up the final. So you prefer Game of the Year editions? Yeah, where everything's already released, it's at a set price, so I'm not paying like sixty bucks at launch and sixty to a hundred, depending on how much DLC I gotta buy. Whereas I could just wait for that game, pay sixty bucks, get all the content. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so how do you feel about games that win Game of the Year, such as like Overwatch? But you're not, but you get, like, some people say, like, well, it doesn't have a story, mm. multiplayer only, how does this deserve Game of the Year? I think that's based on the impact it had on the uh, community, on yeah. the gaming community. Overwatch, yeah. it exploded. Yeah. Everybody was playing it, and, and, you know, anybody I followed on YouTube or 
wherever. They all play Overwatch. People want me to buy Overwatch just to play it. And it's just like, that's all they do. Mm -hmm. so, well, I can go ahead and confirm in my aspect that this is only February towards the later half, like the end of it. But I've already considered Monster Hunter one of the game of the years already. Yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, that's a good, good contender. Early, it uh, wasn't... It wasn't Breath of the Wild early on in March. 2017, so this was what? Was it January? Or January 26th, so like... January 26th, so I mean, yeah, I, mean I, I, I see it as a contender. Uh, and so God, God of War is probably going to... Yeah, God of War, Spider-Man. Yeah. Ready for that? Oh, yeah, I definitely want to get that. I love Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, the thing is, though, we keep on talking about Nintendo, like Super Smash, or like... Super Smash Brothers, or like maybe Metroid this year, maybe not. Pokemon coming, but when we talk about PlayStation, oh, already maybe The Last of Us Part Two. That'd be good. That would be awesome. Um, God of War, Spider Man, yeah. all coming out early this year. So supposedly coming out early this year. Dice Awards are going on right now as we speak, which is great for gaming. Just to be able. To be able to see what's what deserves an award, yeah. Uh, as an appreciation towards gaming, which as we're like some of us, we might bash video games, say it's terrible, but we're all part of the same community and we all work together as reviewers. If you're just a normal gamer, collector, yeah. or you're a developer, we're trying to make games better, that's and that's what's good. So, what does Microsoft need to do? Uh, see, I've been having this conversation for a while. Uh, their exclusives are lacking. I mean, I love Xbox, but, you know, there's not as much pool. That they, I mean, they had Halo for a while, but I don't even think Halo's really drawn in as many people as it used to. Fable was a good exclusive. Uh, that, not a JRPG, but it was like a, a Western RPG that I really enjoyed. And they just kind of let that right away but their exclusives right now uh, I, I think they need to have some I, new IPs new expansive IPs that really uh, I think they, they had an idea for one it, it was some Japanese game but they canned it and I can't remember the name of it you're talking about Scalebound? yes yes that that could have been a good one that could have been a good draw for people They're, like you understand I was going to get the Xbox One S or whatever it was at the time yeah. just to play that game. Yeah, so why, them canceling it and... Some people say that it didn't actually get canceled, that they just did it to... Uh, a hiatus, maybe? Hmm? Like a hiatus or... Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Well, if, if they just put it on the back burner for now, I'd be all right with that. If they say, all right, we're coming out with it now, or... You know, 2019 or something. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Mm. To, to, oh, what is, uh... Just for an update, Super yeah. Mario Odyssey, the balloon hunting is now available. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so you, Isn't that Luigi in it? Yeah. Oh. So you can actually download it, just for gaming news, just random. All right, cool, Just cool. to... So, the lacking of that is terrible for Xbox... Yeah. And like you said, Halo was a big draw, but at first, but like I think it's dove ever since they switched it off Bungie. I think yeah. seeing how Bungie doesn't have control of it, but like then we had Destiny, 
I don't know if Destiny players are more for Xbox or more for PlayStation. It just yeah, so yeah, I think it's kind of a split base. Uh, I feel like more people probably play it on PlayStation, but I mean you have to find the metrics on that, like see what kind of sales uh, PlayStation had versus Xbox to confirm that. Because mm-hmm. some games you'd be surprised sell more on Xbox or more on PlayStation, where you think they would sell otherwise. I think the main draw originally for the Xbox was uh, you know first party shooters and all that but most of them are multi now you can get all your Call of Duties and everything on uh, PS4 I mean cause like you were saying I'm sorry uh, yeah it's fine uh, it said uh, you said Kingdom Hearts yes and and Kingdom Hearts 3 now which one are you gonna buy it for <sighs> see that's true I think I'm going to get on PS4. Because what really bothers me is that they're not bringing over the the final mixes to Xbox. They're just giving Kingdom Hearts 3 to Xbox. So they're missing like 80% of the story. Yeah. They're not getting the first two games or all the extra little side games. They're not getting that, what was that, prologue game? Yeah, the prologue. They're not getting any of that. You're not getting 2.8 either. Yeah. So just getting three, whereas you can get your entire Kingdom Hearts series on PlayStation. Yeah. And I've actually thought about just buying the other two games just to make sure, like, when three came out, I have all of it. Yeah. Like, as a fan, I have all of it. I, that, that's what I'm probably just going to do. Uh, I've always primaried Xbox for the past two generations, but the games... They're just not coming out like they used to. You can you can find way more on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So I may primary PlayStation coming up. You know, achievements aren't a draw anymore. I, I can get trophies. I can platinum. I platinum some MGS games, uh, some exclusives on PS3. So I need to. I can I can work on plats there. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Satisfaction mm-hmm. from that. But so what? What game? No, this is where, mm-hmm. like, which like which game do you see this year is going to be the most influential? It's kind of a tough question. Yeah, I get tough question. <laughs> I get like a rundown of all the all the big ones. So I, can... I can just name off like God of War. Okay. Let's see, Kingdom Hearts, Death Stranding, The Last of Us, Spider Man. <laughs> Nino Kuni too, and like I'm pretty sure there's those are just the tent the tent poles that you would say of video games that are coming out. Metal Gear Survive that's on its way. I don't see that. Kirby <laughs> is coming out for Kirby. Kirby. Dark Souls is coming back out for a remastered version. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I think. The world ends with you. Yeah, that you, you've uh, mentioned that. That's on Switch, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think, you know, back in the day I saw it on DS, and I, I was like, oh, this looks a lot like Kingdom Hearts, but I never picked it up. It doesn't have the same, like, art style, all that. Uh, same it's anime. Yeah, that anime style. And I was thinking, yeah, but I didn't want to get it then, but now that I know it's coming to Switch, I might, I might have to pick that up. Yeah. yeah. It's a, people have always looked at me crazy as you card on here, just like, wait, you just, uh, 
you haven't played it, but you have it? I'm like, yeah, I have it. Why didn't you play it? I'm like, well, I looked at the game. It took forever to actually find the damn game. And when I did, like, school kind of got in the way. And, like, oh, I just yeah. didn't want to, I didn't want to, like, risk opening it. You no, know, like, I was actually going to buy a separate copy just so, so I had one sealed copy of it. And, like, what happened is when I mentioned that I got Jody uh, Majora's Mask, and, like, what happened was, for Collateral, I gave her The World Ends With You. Mm. Like, like here, just hold on to it. Okay. She's like, oh, shit, okay, I'll play it. Like, oh, I'll play it. Cool. Whatever. That's, it doesn't bother me. Someone has someone has to play it at some point. Yeah. And then when the Nintendo Direct came out and it said The World Ends With You comes out, I was like... I get to play this game yes, now. <laughs> like, I get to play my game. And she's like, well, Perry, your yours still isn't open. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, just the fact that I still get to play the game. But, like, you know, World Ends With You means so much to me. And it's just weird. Like, I know the story. I know, But there's, like, a certain point that I know, like, I got to pay attention to the message. In yes. It. Yeah. Uh, your, your question uh, was that, influential yeah toward video games or i i think from what i know it's coming out based on your list kingdom hearts yeah yeah it, it, it's been a long time coming we've been waiting on it we've got every game in between literally uh we thought we were getting three with the you know the bonus scenes at the end of two and that just ended up being birth by sleep and then all the other games that followed we've been waiting on three Say over a decade now. Over it's been like twelve years. Twelve years. So well, well, I do the math on that because I think it came out summer two thousand six. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts two. So that's gonna be a. I think it's gonna have a bigger impact than fifteen personally. Well, I think that's because fifteen's problem is that it cut and wasn't full version. Yeah. Uh, that's just the full version of it. Hmm. Good thing about the internet here is that you might not be connected, but you're not on the internet to record your podcast. So like, ee, <laughs> it's not connected to your internet. I don't know why, but uh, disconnected. Yeah, disconnected. No. Who cares? Right. <laughs> we don't actually need it. No, I was saying. Um, it was just something to look up. Um, no, I'm really looking forward towards that game it's gonna be different cause some people's like saying like well I don't wanna be able to play with Riku and you know? I just wanna play a Sora I'm like no because the main character in the story is actually Riku but okay that's mm-hmm. side of the point yeah like I'm just gonna be happy to play it but like just the idea of like how do you feel about games like that? Or, like, franchises? Like, do you really have to like the main character? No. I don't think... Uh, you could hate the main character if you like all this. No, like, could, like can no. the main character really be your favorite character every time? I think it's... Some people would say it's a cop-out to always go with the main character as your favorite. I love villains. That's my thing. So I'm more of a boss or supporting characters like the anti-heroes. Mm-hmm. Like if you just got like that, that badass in your group, I'll be more uh, drawn to them. Like uh, was who was it? Oren, Aaron, 
from Final Fantasy. Orn. Orn, yeah. yeah. Uh, loved his character. I like Waka because he was crazy. He was like a, like a goofy, cheerful character. Yeah. Titus slash Titus, however you want to say it. He, he was he was all right, but I, I was more into the supporting cast. Obviously, when it came to Seven, I was immediately drawn to Cloud mm. and Barrett and uh, Vincent. But uh, you, you don't always have to like the main character. Yeah. I, I, don't th- I think that's a problem. Was like Everyone's like, Sora. I'm like, yeah, no. People, they like, you like Sora. I get it, but... What about this fine blue-headed man over here that's yeah. actually has some character development? <laughs> yeah, see, I would love to play as any new characters. Like, uh, if we went with Resident Evil, imagine that they had stuck with Chris or Leon in all the games. They changed it up. Uh, first two had two different characters. You play as a girl or boy. Jill Valentine. Yes, Miss Jill Valentine. <laughs> and she came back in three. And then Code Veronica brought Claire from the second game. And then four was Leon, five was Chris, and six was all of them, pretty much, except Joe and Claire. They uh, had both Chris and Leon and, like, four other characters, including Wesker's son. Mm-hmm. And seven was a new character altogether. And that was one thing that the old-time fans didn't like, was that they didn't have you playing as one of the original leads, which is... Probably, I guess, similar to this Kingdom Hearts thing where you're always playing as Sora and now you can play as Riku. Which, I mean, you could Chain of Memories. Yeah, Chain of Memories, and you could play in Dream Drop Distance too, so. I mean, I've always liked Riku, so I'm excited for a chance to play as Riku. Yeah, so people, like, my dad's like, my dad's so weird. So weird. Here's how weird my dad is He, he's ready to play three, Mm -hmm. like everybody else. He hasn't played any game since then. Like, since, like, in the, in the franchise, in the series. He's not He's not played one, two? No, he's played one and two. Oh, but he hasn't played. Played Breath Sleep oh, or any of that. Played, yeah. So, he's gonna, so he's going to be confused more than anybody. Uh-huh. That's a story that you need. <laughs> you, you definitely need. And, like, he says, like, What's funny is that Dream Drop Distance is a great game, but he's like, no, it's not. I don't get to play this. Like, you know how you get to play with different characters, like, like in the Disney universe. Yes. As long as I, nope, I'm not gonna use any of them. I'm just gonna use Sora, Donald, and Goofy. I'm like, you're missing the point of this game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of dads, mine, he's never been too big on gaming. Yeah. He, he had the motion sickness problem with first person games. He played Wolfenstein, like classic Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 3D, and uh, Doom. I think he played Doom, but he, he always got sick doing mm-hmm. that. But he, he loved Resident Evil 4. And really? He, he beat that more times than I did. Dang. He would play that nightly, and he would beat it every single night. And I was like, wow. I yeah, I mean, beat it like 50 times. Like, I think I got a friend that beat Silent Hill in like four hours. Oof. Man, speed runs. So you know, like, I know. I love speed runs. I love speed runs. Like, one game that, the record right now, Bloodborne, 32 minutes. Mm. Now, how's somebody doing that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they gotta be pulling up. Well, I know you can do like tricks in Ocarina of Time. They gotta be pulling off some sort of trick where they can skip areas. Because there's no way they're fighting all the bosses. In 32 minutes? No. Yeah, like... That's so, a yeah, good... 
some way to one shot them to like the exploit like a, a some glitch in the boss's attack pattern where you just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like I don't know it's it's just funny because like I remember that same not the same person but someone else said that they did it like an hour and a half like Bloodborne I'm like oh I could see that yeah not 32 minutes yeah I was just like good god like there's something wrong right here do you, uh, do you speedrun any games? Have you ever tried? Yes. Ocarina of Time is the yeah. only one I've tried to like speedrun. Um, Odyssey. You, Super Mario Odyssey felt like a speedrun yeah, in itself. Yeah. Like, I think some no, like some people say you can do it in 90 minutes. I'm like, yeah, I can see it done in 90 minutes. You pull off the, the jumps real quick, skip areas. You just you do the main objective. Yeah, like, seriously, it's like... They got, like, walkthroughs of how you do it. I'm like, but why do we have walkthroughs for it? But, like, Monster Hunter, they got some speedruns, like... But if you know anything about Monster Hunter, it's about the grind and be able to play with friends and be able to take down monsters fast just to help out. But, so, I don't really necessarily see a speedrun for that. I just see, like, well, here's the equipment I use to help you out. And that's fine, because I'll use their equipment if it helps my build. Yeah. So, to actually speedrun through a game? Uh, not really. I try to do it sometimes. I've done with most of those games over there. Resident Evil. Uh, I think I had to speedrun MGS4. Oh, do you? Yeah. That one's, uh, it was like, a, you had to do it in under three hours. Good job. So... Yeah. Well, the last guardian is to beat the game. Like, there's a trophy that says beat the game with less than five hours. Yeah, I never got the opportunity to do that, but oh, see, that's the thing about speedrunning is that it wants you to get so good in the game. It's more than just doing hard mode. You got to be able to do things fast. Yeah, but I think it's though with that game, it's like there's also one like make sure you don't touch. Like, you don't fall. You don't fall to the ground whatsoever. Like Anything that could screw up. Anything could screw up. And, like, that game is literally, like... You, like, if the next time I play it, like, we are, like, whoever wants to play it with me or watches it, maybe the girl I'm talking to right now, maybe I'll finally show it to her, might sit down and beat it in one night. I might bring my sister over and, like, we're just gonna go, like, we're gonna go through this right. and show her. Because she's now... Getting into video games to like the girl I'm talking to, so it's like cool. She's like, yeah. Actually, the first game that we're gonna play together is Shadow of the Colossus. So. Nice. So, That's good. One. Yeah. Right. So, Japan Studio knows what they're doing. So I was yes, like, yeah. So with that being said, the last thing I had mentioned it earlier. Earlier, you said they're beating this old horse. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you feel oh. about Donald Trump? Trump? And this is not even like going political this is just from a video yeah. game standpoint how do you feel about that the god bless us and have to watch over the victims of the shootings that happened last week yes. but to say that video games are the reason for it what do you think they're not like plain and simple they're not it's it's always unfortunately something with the shooter they have some mental issue either their upbringing was extremely rough and they just couldn't bear it and uh, bullying is often a contributor 
people mistreat them at school, they can't take it, so they they snap. And th there has to be some underlying, like, something already pre-existing in their mental faculties. They're, they're violent by their own nature. It's not the games. Now, they could play the games, and then they could express it in the games, but the games have no way of influencing a child or a, an adult or anybody into wanting to go out and do these terrible things. They tried to do it with uh, Grand Theft Auto at some point, and they certainly tried to do it with Doom. Mm -hmm. Like uh, like you're telling me about the Columbine yes, shooters. Columbine shooters. Like, they played Doom ridiculously. Uh, they created maps of the high school, but it wasn't... It wasn't the game that did that. They were disturbed individuals who had an agenda, and it's just what, when it was all said and done, we needed something to blame. It mm -hmm. always comes around to there. There's some cycle I've heard about that they look for somebody to blame. Yeah, and, and what's funny is that he said that well, maybe we need a rating system, and I was like, wait a minute. We do have a rating system, like, not even just that. We are talking about, like, G-rated. Like, he also mentioned movies, too. I'm like, we do. We have GPG, PG-13, rated R, XXX, I think. <laughs> maturity, nudity. Yeah. Maturity, nudity is what well, they call you it. you never see those in theaters. Yeah, but still, though, we have yeah. we have those systems that say it. So, for to blame it on there, it just, was just weird. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, the ES... I think it's the ESRB. The ESRB. They, they know how to rate these games. And things that have ever gotten the AO rating, which is way above mature, they're never sold. So a general public can't get them. I mean, you could probably get them online somewhere. Like a black market or yeah. something like that. I can't remember the last AO game. It was probably like a Leisure Suit Larry game. What does AO stand for? Hmm? What does AO stand, stand for? Adults only. Adults only? Okay. Like uh, games like Manhunt very close to getting that and they have to actually cut content just so it can go down to an M rate but it's like right there at the edge if you think is, God of War is there? I think God of War has been close to it but they have to they have to cut things down I'm sure they've gotten the if we could ever see like the developments of it it's probably bloodier more you know sexual content and everything like that you probably see far more of that in development, but then they have to cut it down because I, I don't know how they go about rating it. I'm sh I assume they get somebody to come in there from ESRB to check out the content, decide, you know, and then you get all those things like extreme violence and all that from the mm -hmm. bottom. So they have to, and I'm guessing if it's got too much, then they've got to cut it. That's mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so I, I was just kind of crazy that it's all that, but like there was a study. According to IGN, also, I saw it earlier that 11,000 people were tested for it, and none of them were depicted to, like, relate to that, that game's cause of violence. Were they players of the game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, see, that's what it is. I mean, you and me, we could play the most violent video game ever. I'm not gonna... Yeah, I don't like, no. My son, he plays horror games, but he is the sweetest kid, not a single violent urge in him he's never going to be anything yeah. like that it, it's only in it, it has to be some mental issue that needs to be focused on by the parents and friends of that family 
they need to catch it early. But I do not think the games ever need to be the blame for this. Yeah. Even if somebody were to straight up, like, claim, like, go nuts and, and claim that they're imitating the game and everything, it's still the game that that person was already disturbed. They already had that mental problem, and they just lashed onto that game. Like, uh, yeah. Like, I like the TV show Dexter. Yeah. There have been a few copycats who try that stuff, but it's not Dexter, the show's fault, or the creator's fault. Yeah, yeah. It's some psychopath who's like, I should try that. Yeah, and, like, the way, like, the way I see it with kids, like, me personally, like, when, the more I, like, in, like, someone, like, the girl, my, my friend's nephew, who, like, video games, He's around age 13 or so, so yeah. he likes playing video games, and, like, he's played GTA or so. Well, if I, like, I'll probably tell him, like, if he wants to play, like, a game like me, like, Zelda or something, I'm probably going to go, like, okay, I need you to appreciate it for what it is. Like, look at it, like, look, find meaning behind it. Like, yes. don't just, like, because, like, I love GTA's story. Never actually played it. I've said it several times. That I've never actually played the story like it. But the story that I've seen in oh, it, great. amazing. Like, yeah. greatness. It's like, wow. Why don't people just play the freaking story? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can get all, all the thrills that you get just running around doing the story. And you get so much more from it because you, you, you progress. Because if you, just, if you never advance a story, chances are you're going to get locked to... To one city, yeah. So you're never gonna get to explore more because at least I, I don't remember if five did it, but most of the games before that, you couldn't go to the next island or the next city or whatever unless you advance the story. And the story was always great. And uh, like, for, like for Final Fantasy 15, for yeah. prime example, you run around at the beginning. Oh, you're so excited. Mm-hmm. There are points in the game like where they like when the like your brothers I think is Gladio, who comes up to you and go like. How about we do this, this, and this? And he's referring to advancing the story. They really want you to advance the story instead of just fucking around. Just yeah. get to the story. <laughs> it, it was just like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I, I think there's few games that actually put a restriction on, or few games that don't put a restriction. I think, wasn't Breath of the Wild kind of like that? Where, I mean, there is the dungeons and Ganon to fight, but you could do everything else. You're not restricted on anywhere you can go aside from in the dungeons. I mean, I yeah. even went to the, the castle without doing any of the dungeons. I climbed up Hyrule Castle, went to the top and everything. Yeah. And I, I didn't have any of the the stuff I should have going up there, but I did it. Yeah, like, so there's no restriction whatsoever. Like, you can oh. do whatever, like, in that game. That game's like that. The Witcher's like that. Well, you have to advance the story in The Witcher if you want to get further. Like, yeah. to, if you want to get to Skellige or... Yeah. No, neither of them. That's the name of it. And just to advance the story and, like, get more side quests. Because that, like, that's intimidating, too. Like, The Witcher... And then Zelda, Breath of the Wild, like, they are, like, really close in, like, that whole open worldness. Because, like, Horizon Zero Dawn's up there, too, but it's just, like, a Platinum Horizon. So, there's no way I'm going to Platinum The Witcher or or that. You You just got, see, the thing about doing a Platinum on something like The Witcher, how much time you got to put into that? Bro, I put in over like a hundred plus hours, oh, and there's different, there's multiple different endings too. Oh no, does that mean you gotta like start 
from the beginning? Yeah, and it's choice oh. it's choice based too. Ooh, yeah, that's gonna take you a while. You, you, see, yeah, you, hmm? you plan to go back through, try different you try to get the story like the, the ending there. Thinking about it, but I think that would be like in the summer because, like, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I think that would be a great project idea. So that I've had like a few games like where I put out projects like the idea part of it, like older game reviews, but different ways. Because like with The Witcher, also I was reading the books while playing the game, oh. like so. Why at work? It would just be like. Oh, just put an audio book and listen yeah. to this, and be like, "Wow, I am really getting into this right now. I want to go home and play The Witcher <laughs> right now, and like just hear like the backstories and like hear, like some of the contracts and stuff." Like, yeah, I remember that. I just read that today. I understand why Sorella and Girl Arabia have such a close connection with each other. Or Yennefer or Triss. I know. I just know it. Like just by reading it. What's funny is that the actual author doesn't like the games. I think I did remember reading something about that where he didn't enjoy the games. So. Yeah, but oh. I'm glad that that's something that we can go back towards because, like, you got a back catalog of games, and like I can go back and play mm-hmm. The Witcher. I got a and, bad one in there. Uh, any one. game recommendations for me that you have? Oh, a favorite thing I got played. Or like something that you would recommend I'll go back and review and like bring it back on? Uh, well, let me look at my stuff real quick. Uh, hmm. Do, 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 do. Well, I do think that you should, you have you said you have not played through Grand Theft Auto V, right? Yeah. I think that you should. I think you should experience a story. For my own sake, because like I said, I've seen, like I said, I've seen the story, so. Yeah, definitely Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, okay. Well, I'd say do Doom as well, because I know. Uh, Dan. Yeah, yeah, he's talking all about Doom. Uh, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein yes. one and two, or just. Uh, I'd say try New Order first. And okay. If you like New Order, go with uh, Wolfenstein two, and. Uh, I've got some more things here. Uh, <laughs> see, a lot of this is what I still need to play. Like all this stuff, that's backlog right there. Yeah. But that's not all of it because you know, the digital, yeah. and I think I got some stuff in the background, but I got to do those Uncharted games. Oh. One through three. You still haven't played them? I did play through one, and uh, I was midway through two. Distractions. <laughs> you definitely need to play one through Lost Legacy. What are you yes, talking about? Yes, talking, you said one through three. No, through Lost Legacy. Yes, I do need to get four and Lost Legacy. But <laughs> I bought four, and this is this has happened again the other day. I got home, and I didn't open it for like a month. But when I opened it up, no disc. Huh? Yeah. So it was far past the receipt thing and everything. I only paid like sixteen bucks for it. It was from a, a good store up in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and they uh, they had a good copy or six, and, and I thought they put the disc in it, but it wasn't there. And I went and bought the MGS Legacy Collection. You said this is for. Uh, hmm? You said that's for uh, Uncharted, right? Yeah, Uncharted Four. They didn't have the disc in it, and then the other day I went to a GameStop and I bought the Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection, which has. Like pretty much all the games up until four, 
on PS3, and the discs weren't in it then. So I called the store and I went and picked it up again. But I guess, but I, I don't know why that keeps happening to me. Yeah, like so, do you still not have the disc? That's the question. No, not for Uncharted Four. I okay. do for that, but I, what I need to do is I need to go. Well, for five I, bucks you can have it. I don't care. What? For five bucks you can have it. Uncharted. Yeah. Hit you up okay, seriously. Yeah, yeah. No big deal. <laughs> no, I I've already it. beaten it, so I'm, yeah. you know. I'll set a time to run back through Uncharted 2, 3, 4, Lost Legacy. Yeah, so there you go. And that way you can actually beat it. Um, do you have any questions for me? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> well, we were going to start... Uh, we still have time. Oh, yeah. About the Marvel. Yeah, oh, yeah, we got that. I was about to segue into that, so if you... I was going to ask, uh, you're more of a Marvel guy, aren't you? Oh, my gosh. All right, let's... We are now switching. It's, like, it's been a while since I've done, like, more, like, because it's been focused mostly on gaming, because, like, that's just the way the format should be, but... Yeah. The way it is for... Oh, I just remember what I was looking at. The way that it is is that Marvel just plays such a dear heart on the art now. Oh, <laughs> like it's just something yeah. something special about Marvel. It's uh I don't know what it is, it's something about like every time you see the Marvel Studios thing, them like flipping through the comics and all of a sudden oh, seeing them come to like, actualize. Like uh, we're about to talk a little bit about Black Panther. If spoilers from here on out, if we say anything, yeah. so you're warned. Um, just for a little bit, because I know you probably got other stuff to do. So, um, what did you think? A Black Panther? Yeah. I thought it was an excellent movie. <laughs> I really did. Uh, definitely one of my all-time favorite villains in that. Really? Killmonger? Yeah. Yes. Well, they put, they put a lot more development into him than I feel like they've done with half the MCU characters, or yeah. the MCU villains. Yeah. Because most of these, uh, I love the MCU, but most of the movies, it, it focuses about 60 to 70% on the main character, and then you just kind of got a villain on the side. Yeah. Like Thor 2, good example of that. I mean, who was that guy? I don't even know. Some like elf. Like, I'm yeah. going, like, what's funny is that you say that I literally am watching all the Marvel movies with the lady friend I'm talking to. Yeah. Uh, she, it's her first time I'm watching the Marvel movie, so it's like, wow, it's, it's different for her than it was for me, because, like, I know some of these characters growing up, she doesn't, and we're watching them, not in the way that they came out, we're watching it in, like, the actual storyline order. Yes. So, the deal was, is that, I'm oh, gonna go, does that mean you started with First Avenger, or Captain America? Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. Chronological order. Yeah, like with the TV shows. No, no, no. Oh, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Much. We don't have time for the TV yeah. shows. <laughs> they got uh, Agent Carter. That'd be like right after. Yeah, Agent Carter. Agent Carter, then Agents of Shield, and yes. all that, I and like TV shows. Oh, uh, March eighth. Look out for Jessica Jones because that's when it comes out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Loved it. Yeah, but uh, what I'm saying is that like having her do it compared to like the way we watched it was like when they came out. Yeah. So to go back and watch it the way, to to for someone new into the series to enjoy it, it's completely different. Because I remember saying like, 
I remember the night where I went to go see Captain America and was like, this is terrible. Like, I remember going to sleep and eating the spicy chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A the, the, the same night. That's well, I was like, that's probably one of the best chicken sandwiches I've ever had. Not really appreciate the movie. Going back and watching it now, that is an amazing movie. You do get, <laughs> I was thinking of doing that with Thor uh, uh, before Infinity War comes out. I'm going to run through them all. I don't know if I'm going to do it chronologically or by release. But I'm definitely going to run through all of them again. And I'll probably find greater appreciation for both the first two Thor movies. I like Ragnarok. Uh, I still don't have appreciation for the first two Thor movies. <laughs> I've already watched, uh, we wa- <laughs> we watched them. I was like, this is still terrible. Uh, <laughs> like, there's no stopping it. Like, Yeah, when, when you look at how important the first Captain America movie is, especially with, uh, with Bucky... And everything there. She's spoilers, like, she, like she's uh, I think ten plus years. Okay, but like she's just uh, she got attached to Bucky. Yeah. Like, like when he falls and stuff, she's like, I uh, get attached to him. Right. Like, like dang. <laughs> and then when like the other night, it was like we watched the Winter Soldier. I'm like, I like the Winter Soldier. He's actually pretty cool because he's still wearing the mask and stuff. Because I know what's gonna happen. Yes. Like, and all of a sudden she goes like, when all of a sudden she saw it, she's like. <laughs> backwards like she just falls backwards like I just don't get it <laughs> like um, Marvel likes to play with my emotions like everyone's falling every time they go in fire and stuff they're still alive yeah, <laughs> like um, when Pepper Potts did like I was like oh, season, like, oh yeah Pepper dies and she's like no <laughs> I hate this and I was saying, like she's not dead and I yeah. like, three you're like she's like you're in trouble <laughs> I'm like oh I'm sorry yeah, I've, uh... but seeing that like going through the phase and like what I'm saying is when you if you were to watch it in the actual story we watched Guardians of the Galaxy last night and then you would think you go straight into Avengers 2 yeah Uh, you don't well I thought I put them in the correct order up there no because doesn't Avengers 2 happen before Technically, in the story from Guardians. No, Guardians comes out, and then <laughs> Avengers comes out. Okay. But the thing is, though... Is Ant-Man the one that... No. Comes? What you do is... Because we're still in Phase 2. Yeah, okay. What happens is, you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, then you watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Okay, that would make sense. But that's Phase 3. Yeah, so you're, you're, you're pulling a game, uh, movie from Phase 3. Which, I mean, just for timeline consistency. Yeah, so, like, you watch those two movies back-to-back. And I'm like, oh, that's different. And then you watch Age of Ultron. Okay. okay. So I was like, wow, this is going to be different. And then, like, she hasn't seen Black Panther yet. So I actually took her nephew to go see it because he wanted to go see it. So that's the second time I went to go see it. Because, like, the first time I was just, like, wow, blown away. And, like, looking at Wakanda, like, this is actually amazing. It really is. And, like, just, like, hearing him say, like, this never gets old. Now, you asked me if... uh, I preferred Asgard or Wakanda. Yeah. I ask you, what do you think? It's Wakanda yeah, all day, yeah. man. Like, Wakanda is just amazing. It, it is. It really like, is. just to think, that's Africa. Like, yeah. and like we'll get back in, in deeper. And like, Corbin's a white guy, and I'm a black guy, so we'll get into the whole black representation, of course. What I'm trying to say is though, there's something to be said about. Black Panther when a lot of people like Kendrick Lamar 
bought up three movie theaters so people so kids that didn't have enough money to go see it to go see it. There's something about it to actually well, there's something about this movie to actually do it. It brought in the second highest over Star Wars The Last Jedi in four days. Wow. <laughs> it's like and then, like I went to go see the movie twice and like the first time I was just blown away looking at Wakanda, just getting into the thrill of the music, the beef and like the story behind Michael B. Jordan, like his character. Um, and then watching it the second time, I'm like, wow, this is great. Like, not bad, but we're like, okay, I understand this point, I understand that point. But seeing how <laughs> the girl I was talking to said that she wanted to see it, and like, because she saw Raven, I made her the deal that the way we're going, we'll get to the point like where you can watch this movie. I'll take you to go see it. It'll be my third time, which I had no problem because I love Marvel movies. <laughs> like yeah. it just the point of like you gotta make it to Civil War. If That's we can right. like if you make it to Civil War then you'll we can go see it. Like like we gotta so pretty much what I'm saying is you had to watch Civil War before you go see Black Panther. And so pretty much we got it set up to like we'll be going next week to go see it. Alright. <laughs> but she's like, But what about all these other movies? What about Thor? What about Doctor Strange? I'm like, don't worry. Like, you, like they, you, got, they got their own thing going on. It's not even that. It's just like, just trust me with story. Like, I, I understand. Like, it's a week after Civil War. It literally says it in the movie, a week after. Yep. So, let's just watch the movie. She said, like, okay, I trust you. Yeah. But, um, how did you feel about it? Like, you went open tonight. Yeah. How did you feel... Like, I'm just wanna know about crowd. Was it more white, more black? It, or how did it feel towards you? I, maybe, I don't know if it's just because of our location, Kentucky, but it felt like it was mostly white. I mean like so it's not bad or so ever did you felt that way though? I, I just went to go see a movie. I d I didn't feel like I didn't I didn't focus too much on like know who was coming in to watch i felt like everybody was there to see if it's well yeah true but i think there's just something different about this particular oh, yeah, movie definitely. it was towards the like black the black community and like you know there's a conversation that someone said yeah. are you team what are you team killmonger or team t'challa t'challa sorry After watching it, and like someone said that they're like they're conflicted about it. Like you can't be conflicted. There's no way. Like I watched it the second time, but like before I saw like I saw that post, and I watched it the second time, and I said, "There's no way you can be conflicted. How the fuck can you be conflicted about this? If you watch the movie, you realize that T'Challa took on certain viewpoints from Killmonger and made it his own at the end." So how can you make it a team versus team? It's not a team versus team. I think, I think he he definitely developed throughout the movie that thanks to Killmonger, that it, it led him to the the resolution he had in that that mid credit scene and at the end, it was just, I mean, it. it man, I word it. See, uh, when I when I watch movies, any kind of movie show I I like it's a weird thing for me but I, I connect very strongly with the characters to where you know sometimes I'm not even like 
adopt some of their personality. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, I, because I, I take a good influence from that. So, like, you know, if Charles does something great, you know, I, I try to be more like him. Or, you know, yeah. kill my hungry did something badass. I want to be like, you know, yeah. like that. So, uh, watching that and just. I can I can understand Killmonger, where he came from, everything that he lost, and why he wanted to do what he did. Yeah. But it couldn't happen that way because it it, it would have made it would have made Wakanda an enemy, and you know. I think he absorbed the inflictions of other people in the past that he shouldn't have done. Yeah. Because I feel like if he even if. T'Challa's dad kills his dad. Yeah, yeah. I think if he were to take him back, we would have a different outcome. You would might have like a Loki Thor kind of aspect yeah, behind it. Yeah, be a it. Loki Thor, which which made me sad about the ending. I was, I was hoping it would go a different way. Oh, but that was probably one of the best lines I ever heard in a m- oh, fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. okay, yeah. I feel you. Man. <laughs> I mean, like. It's just something about, and like, and like, we're talking about Wakanda, like, itself, like, the technology, and like, that's what powers it, and like, just to think, that's where the vibranium comes from, like, mm-hmm. everyone's like, so what can vibranium do, like, what can it not do, it's like, it do a lot, like, uh-huh. that help. just to think that they've dropped hints of that from like, at the very beginning, they, uh, they, they. Like, since Captain America... Oh, Vibranium, the, the strongest... Oh, wow, they're kind of making a hint toward Black Panther. If that ever happens. And, like, if you realize, like, a note... They're like, there's a map in Avengers or Avengers 2 where it says Africa. Oh, so they have the idea. <laughs> yeah, they have the because idea. Because I was wondering how they actually got a hold of the Vibranium to make Cap Shield. Did yeah. They, did they explain that? No, they didn't. Okay, because I was like... Uh, because as far as I, unless Claw, what well, not Claw would have been, what, is that that was like the nineteen forties, right? Yeah. So no, Claw wouldn't have been around. No, but still, uh, some, somehow they got a hold of it, it just enough to shape it into Cap Shield. Now, do you feel like the Black Panther, this one, pretty much is stepping away from the old guard, like of his father of the past kings? Oh yeah. Definitely. future that he feels is the better one because I feel like the previous kings they want to really keep Wakanda separate that no involvement you know not help the rest of the world uh, but and it feels like kind of like today's life yeah I, I, I agree that we we should help one another mm-hmm. we shouldn't try to isolate ourselves and cut it cut each other off because of uh whatever reasons that we might have, I think that if we have the power to help people, we should do it. Yeah. Like you said, like, it it was just interesting because, like, my aunt called me and just had, like, one question. Like, because, like, she didn't know about, you know, Marvel movies or yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It was just, like, that's how I knew it was a different feel. Like, because, like, she was looking at it, like, from the women's perspective. Like, she said that, there was a strong man in this here, but there was strong female characters that oh, yeah. made that man. Yeah, they were kick-ass. Like, right. seriously, like, where's where's that at? Yeah, we don't have that in the other Marvel movies. We sure. don't have that, like, you don't understand, like, how good, like, 
the women in Black Panther are. They make the women in Wonder Woman like a piece of trash. And I hate saying that. And I'm not sexist or anything like that. But okay. we're good. Okay. Uh, we're just talking about just from that standpoint of like that's a different feel towards it. Like, I don't know. Like, you see the Amazons in Wonder Woman, and then you see the women in Black Panther. You're like, why aren't they like this? <laughs> see, that's a bad thing. I haven't watched Wonder Woman yet. I'm just saying this. If you watch Wonder Woman and then you watch Black Panther, you'll be like, yeah, I can see what Perry's talking about. Yeah, like, I need to watch it. I'll probably watch it this weekend. So I've seen the other ones. We haven't talked about DC yet. Yeah, but... But... <laughs> what's your... And then I, t- I brought this up towards my mom, not, not my aunt, is that this team Killmonger team, uh, T'Challa thing, the way I felt about it is, like, I don't know, just after the second time and talking to her, like, it just struck me. of like, it felt like Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X the entire time. And, like, I hate saying that, but, like, it really was, well, like, yeah. like difference in powers or like which way violence non-violence so, but the only difference in between the two is that they weren't related yeah no, I don't I, I don't feel like and then when you look at the history of like Black Panther came out during the Civil War yeah, yeah. I mean Civil Rights Movement Civil Rights Movement yeah. and to see that it was actually created by a white man yeah but Stan Lee like wait what <laughs> you know he actually made Black Panther face the KKK I didn't even know that. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's like, really? Hmm. You're doing a little history behind it. You're like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying? <laughs> oh, I was uh, I was going to say, I, I, even if they weren't related, I, I think that there still would have been like a, a connection between the yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just kind of made it deeper. That's what I was saying. It did like, make it deeper. Yeah. But, like, seeing Michael B. Jordan perform like that, oh, I'm he like... he did amazing. <laughs> I, I hope he gets nominated for something on that, because he did great. I, 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 I don't know what all he's been in, but I'd like to check out more of his movies. Really? You don't know Fruitvale Station 1 and 2? Um, let's see. Creed. Watch Creed. Oh, I haven't seen Creed yet. Yeah, watch Creed. Okay. Right. Definitely it, a really great the, movie. Uh, it's the Rocky Trail series. Yes. If you like Rocky, you'll love Creed. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll check. And uh, what's so great about Black Panther, you know most of it was shot in Georgia. Really? Yeah. 80% of the movie was shot in Georgia. Wow. <laughs> 80 per, 80% of it was made in Georgia. It was under, they used Tyler Perry's studio, too. Nice. They're like, they had Kendrick Lamar make the freaking soundtrack. Yeah. That sounds like a... They're like, dang, like... Yeah. So it's like movies like Guardians of the Galaxy or Black Panther or like we're seeing Iron Man suit for the first time like make Marvel so great and like we talk about what we ha- we're building up to Infinity War. Yeah. I have goosebumps every time I see that fucking trailer. I guess it's because I'm going back through it right now and was like, okay, this character's gonna be watched. The girl I'm talking to actually said like, I want to watch the trailer again. Just so I know, because like she, when she made that connection, it was like, oh wow, like they, these are all connected. It took her to Iron Man two when she saw the shield. She's like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait, okay, this is connected. And then like seeing people watch Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like once you see Guardians of the Galaxy, you're pretty deep into the series. Yeah. 
and like Guardians of the Galaxies is marred with Star Wars. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's not marred with Star Wars, and with that being said, what is your expectations for Infinity War? <sighs> okay, well, I I know there's gonna be first. I, I know it's gonna be an Avengers movie next year as well. So I'm wondering. I I remember when they first did a teaser trailer. It said Infinity War Part One, Infinity War Part Two, but now this one's just Infinity War. So I'm expecting that Thanos is gonna is gonna wreck everybody. I don't know if that's gonna kill a few of the mains. I got a bad feeling about a few of them. Iron Man, Captain America. Exactly. Probably Thor too. I feel like. How do you kill a god? Thanos is a god. I think he was like, uh, yeah. And plus, with the Infinity Gauntlet, all I remember is that in the trailer, he's got his like his head in between his fingers, like he's ready to squish it. So, I mean, I don't know if that's gonna be his end or not. I don't feel like Hulk is gonna go. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, not like I do Spider. Obviously, Black Panther's fine. No, uh, they just got Spider-Man back. They're not going to yeah, kill him off. No, that'd be way too soon. Uh, <laughs> I got a friend that wants Peter Parker. He wants Spider-Man to die so Miles Morales can come in. I'm like... I feel like oh. they could have both. That'd be great. I uh, was like... So, I had to correct him because you know Spider-Man's my favorite character yes. of all the time. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to correct you when you say that. Say they kill off Peter Parker so Miles Morales can come in. Because you're not going to kill a Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. Uh, I don't think Peter will. I feel like a couple of the Guardians might die. Maybe Drax. I don't think they kill Rocket. The thing is, though, Drax is supposed to be the one that kills Thanos. Yeah. So maybe. See, that's the thing. They might bring him back. I don't know if they're going to bring anybody back. So they could kill some people, and in the next uh, next uh, Avengers movie, bring them back somehow, like with one of the uh, gems. Uh, they haven't done a resurrection yet. You know, that's what they do all the time in the comics. They haven't brought anybody back from the dead, as far as I'm aware. So they could do that. They could kill off most of them in Infinity War, and then bring them back for the next Avengers movie, some, some do-over. And then, uh, you know, then Drax can get his kill. Yeah. I don't think Thanos is going to survive. I think they're just going to kill him. They're either going to kill him in Infinity War or they're going to kill him in the next Avengers movie. Yeah. I don't see him pulling a Loki and making it through multiple movies at this point. Yeah. Even though he's been here and there throughout yeah, the whole... Yeah, you know, hanging in the background. As for Loki, oh, shoot. I don't want him to die. <laughs> really? I, I think well, I really enjoy his character. Like I said, I, I really enjoy villains, and his character arc has been great. I wish I really wish Killmonger was in it. <laughs> it. It would be interesting to see, but like yeah. I'm really, like I'm really excited for those like scenes. Tom Holland performing Spider Man yes, again. again. He did. Amazing. He's in Homecoming. Yes, yeah. it's just. Just to think, the name is Homecoming. <laughs> like, really, welcome home. Welcome Come back. Home, yeah. <laughs> like, no. 
And like, actually, I look up what the way they do it with him. It's kind of weird the way they do with Spider Man. Like they bring like he's brought back into the MCU universe, but I guess anything movie wise with him in it, Sony gets the profit. That sucks. Yeah, because well, that's pretty much how I got into the the mainstream Marvel movies was the Sam Raimi pictures back in the day. Yeah. You know, Tobey Maguire and Amazing Spider-Man. Because before that, it was just the cartoon show for me, the 90s, but... Yeah. But they're saying, like, anything movie-wise, they get. Anything merchandise-wise, Marvel gets. And I'm like, oh. So, action figures and other stuff. So, who gets who profits off the Blu-ray sales and the DVD sales? Anything movie-based, Sony gets. Dang. Actually, I just redeemed my copy today. It says Sony redeemed. <laughs> like for digital copy, like it's a Sony Redeem. Well, like, I feel like maybe they pro- what, was he's a big he he brings in people. You yeah. see Spider Man, and he was one of the most popular. He's always been one of the most popular superheroes. Yeah. So I feel like Marvel's still getting some sort of profit out of this. I know Sony's getting their huge cut, but I, I mean, yeah. So putting Spider Man in something that's that's only gonna make everything better, of course. Yeah. So. We're ready. I'm currently going through it. You're about to go through it. Black Panther is a must-see movie. I really recommend it for anyone to go see it. It's just it's just something different about this movie. Like you said, like comic book goers are just going for comic book. While it brings in a lot of the African-American culture that doesn't really know much about the series. And like it just shows to me that Marvel, as a company is willing to explore every single spot of this earth and like just not say it's New York based or like or them to like where they're doing all the cultural stuff at Wakanda that was probably one of my favorite parts I was like oh my god like this is cool like they're advanced advanced technology but we're still doing old culture aspects well yeah you, you never lose that I think you never lose tradition. No matter how much you improve, you still hold on to uh, your traditional yes. ways. And like, so for him to say, when Killmonger said, "Burn it all," like really? So there's not any more Black Panthers after this? Mm. I thought you probably had that question too. Yeah. Well, if Killmonger had succeeded, oh boy, it would have been different. It would have been different. So it, it's really that. The way it's set up for this is that Wakanda plays a bigger part in the Marvel Universe than everybody expects. Now, I don't know how much of a translate for everybody else to see Infinity War that was going to see Black Panther. Because, like, our first time seeing Black Panther was Civil War. Everybody else's first time is this movie. So they'll probably wait until the next movie starring Black Panther. But, like, Kevin Foyge, or whatever you say his name, Feige? Yeah, Feige. Or he said he wants Ryan Cougar back. No. The director, he's like, yeah, I want him back. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, what I think is with Wakanda helping. Oh, he actually he actually directed Creed too. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. And Station. So he works pretty close to Michael B. Jordan. Anyway, you're saying? Well, I think with Wakanda helping during the Infinity War, that's definitely going to turn the the tides. Yeah. Now people are going to be aware. Of what Wakanda can do, and they'll be able to 
fully, you know, use their That's technology what, yeah. to fight back. So, do you think Shuri, like, this would be the last question. Do you think Shuri's the smartest girl in the Marvel Universe? I think about all the other ones. Just to make sure. But, uh, right now, I think she's a freaking a genius. Uh, what she made, all those different uh, upgrades yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, it's all just in the necklace. That was badass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you think she's smarter than Stark? Stark? I'd like to see him go head to head. But those two just go head to head and yeah. say like, well, he said, like, someone's, like, my friend's like, well, he hasn't actually been able to mess with vibranium, so. Yeah, we haven't seen what he can do with it. Now, she, she knows it all too well. And she had that, what was that, train thing? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, that, that was crucial towards the fight, because they were able to. Use it? Just yeah. uh, disharness the actual vibrations of it? Yeah. Like, dang, it's like, Damn. And the way that suit was made was so cool. Like, all the damage done to it, they could just... Right back at them. Oh, that was a great yeah. idea. Yeah, I liked how they said, like, it, it like, kept with tradition, like, at the end. It was like, I never yielded, so we were still going. He said, oh, no, the challenge, it's over with. You can tell, you can tell that it was kind of like hit the new order of him not going through with the customs was leaving what Killmonger. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that challenge shit's over with. Go ahead and go with the plan. No, yield. I never yield it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what's your feel towards DC? DC? Mm. Well, I mean, I, I'm more of the TV show guy. I do like the TV shows, but uh, the movies, I want to see Justice League. It was alright. It was definitely not an Avengers movie. You could tell. They were uh, trying to rush to get to Avenger status. Yeah, they were trying to rush. I mean, they how many movies they had before they went in, and they didn't even have solo movies for half the characters. They only had three. Yeah, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, which wasn't even a. It was like a Batman and Superman thing, and then. I'm Wonder Woman, but the thing yeah, is though, the thing is though, Wonder Woman. It could look like as a side story in between Batman versus Superman because, like, remember, spoiler alert, still, where uh, she gets that picture back from uh, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Chris Pine's character. Yeah, th- yeah, that's where it starts off. Yeah, I, I still haven't watched it, but I'm gonna. I mean, I'm just saying that's how it is. Like, it really feels that way. Yeah. To me, Wonder Woman seemed like the the DC's version of Captain America at first event. Going back, what was World War One? Yeah. Yeah. So, still probably dealing with German enemies, but not World War Two. But the thing yeah, is, though, so. Uh, but with the comparisons, that's probably the best DC movie. Yeah, I think they need more time. I think they rushed too much to try to capitalize on it. It didn't sell well. Uh, the The villain is practically forgettable in Justice League. Have you seen it yet? Well, just like, yeah. yeah, I'm watch opening yeah. night. What was his name? Steppenwolf. Yeah, Steppenwolf. I was like, okay, this is weird. Um, I thought it was supposed to be about Dark Side. Yeah, they, they, I think he says Dark Side like once. Yeah, but it's like in the middle of a sentence, so you're not really feeling it. And they don't do like a mid credits, and well, they do do an end credits yeah. scene, but uh, it's just they need more work. 
I feel like I don't they did think it for Deathstroke. Re- yeah, I yeah, Deathstroke. Yeah, I don't think they should reboot it. I just think they should take a little more time, flesh out the characters, and try, you know, try to heal a little better, and maybe then go with a Justice League two. I think the problem. It's not even a problem. It's just like I saw it, and like some people, DC friends, like, "Oh, it's great! It's good! It's great!" And I'm like, I appreciate some of these characters. Like, yeah. I appreciate Superman more than I did when I was a kid. Like, I get him more. I love still love Batman more. Yeah. I love the Flash now. Like, I plan on getting a Flash shirt this weekend there just because yeah. I just feel like. Yeah, I, I enjoy those characters. Like the thing is though, like, yeah. I think the problem with the DC universe is the, that. Your shows are on the CW. Yeah. I think that's... I mean... Because people... Like, fans are like... Well... The Flash on TV isn't the Flash in the movie. So, now, like, the Flash in the TV more... Me, personally... I watched the one in the movie. I was like... Why do I feel more connected to this Flash? I like that. <laughs> like, great. Like, yeah. I feel more connected to this Flash than anybody could say about any other movie. And, like, Henry Cowhill... Cowville? Uh, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, everyone's like, Tom Welling should have been Superman. I, I am watching Smallville right now, actually. So, yeah. it's like that argument, and like, people's like, Ben Affleck, he's not doing too well. Ben Affleck's probably the best Bruce Wayne we've had in he's a while. He's great. I don't, I don't want him to leave just yet. I want to But see you him. know that is happening, though. Yeah. He, like, they said, like, cause all the movies that they had planned are not gonna happen. See, but, that's... Back to Marvel, then. Back to Disney. No, Disney in itself, though. I feel like what they should just go ahead and do, just go ahead and just buy DC yeah. off Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, they could definitely do. I mean, they already bought Fox. So I remember telling you about that. You yeah. were like, oh my god, really? Get some X-Men in with my MCU. I think that's how they could really pick up after the two Avengers movies, is they could start... I don't know, maybe an alternate universe kind of combines. Maybe they could do like the, what is it, Earth like 616 and then do another Earth and that's where the X-Men are and then somehow they're able to interact and then they deal with like a, a new interdimensional interstellar. The thing threat. is, the thing is though with that, it was like we're saying like they're trying to catch up with, with uh, you know, Avengers, Marvel. Yeah. I think you were the one that posted it. How the hell do you catch up on when they already have 20 plus movies scheduled? Yeah, you're not going to catch up. You're just trying to capitalize off popularity at this point. I don't think DC is going to... Unless they make some real changes and they find a way to appeal. I don't know if the dark thing works for them too well. I don't understand why they're trying to make their movie so dark. Yeah. And like, what really didn't make me like Justice League so much is like... Okay, so... Everyone was useless. Yeah, that's the thing. Superman solos everybody. Uh, I didn't like. It. By the end, once Superman's back, it's just like okay, no, nobody else is really doing anything against Steppenwolf. I mean, I guess they were fighting him back, but you know, once Superman shows up, it's over. But with the Avengers movies, everybody is needed. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's needed. Yeah. Like. And that's what makes me feel so much towards the Avengers. It's like, I need you to do this, this, and this. Well, Superman, just do this and we're done. That's, I mean, and the thing is, though, we all care about these characters. It's just weird seeing one half 
not be able to capitalize as you would think. Because it's like, going back, I think I would like Man of Steel a lot. I watched it again. I did appreciate it more than the first time. I think because the first time it felt a little too dark, and then yeah. when you watch it, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But Man of Steel feels like more of an Earth movie than... More of an Earth movie than an actual Superman movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Batman versus Superman definitely didn't feel like a versus to me. <laughs> it felt like a monologue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I remember, like, my friend... Alex Sutton, he was like, yeah, I love Batman vs. Superman. It was really awesome. A couple months later, he was like, yeah, that wasn't so great. I don't know. I really just don't like that movie. Like, he could just t- well, he could just tell, like, he said, I don't have to appreciate their movie. Like, I, li- I love DC. It's my favorite all time, but I don't need to appreciate their movie. It's not that great. Yeah. And it, to hear a DC fan say that, like, a true one, is awesome. Now, some people, their DC fans are kind of, like, deluded and say, like, well, DC's better than Marvel, and it's like, you're crushing lines right now. <laughs> now, I feel like Batman, as a, you know, just as, as he is, as a solo thing, very comparable with Marvel. He's a good character developed in the rogue gallery. All the villains, fantastic. Yeah. But the rest, I mean, I, I like DC. I'm not, I'm not a hater on DC. I'm, I'm definitely more into Marvel movies, but I will go and I will pay for tickets to go see new DC movies. So I'll go yeah. see Aquaman when it comes out. Yeah. So, I, it's just... Like you said, I love superhero. Yeah, you said, like, I love superhero movies. Like, yeah. I think it was halfway point through the movie we'd just start talking. <laughs> like, I don't like that whatsoever, like, in a movie, like, where I just start talking to you because, like, this movie's not really enjoyable. Yeah, you, you want to be engrossed in just gonna be sitting there like oh, man. bored. Yeah. Uh, I, I've never fallen asleep in a movie, thankfully, but I feel like it could if they don't pick it up. Yeah. So you're just like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> you got any more questions for me? <laughs> oh boy. I gotta think. I gotta think. I give you topics and everyone's. I was like, ask me questions, and I was like, oh, I gotta think. Uh, Every time. Every 24-7. <laughs> Every 24-7. Well, no. I can't think of anything right now, man. <laughs> sure I'll hit you up yeah, like, yeah. And so, what game would you recommend for people to play? Right now, uh, no, I'm not going to say that since I haven't played it yet, so I can't, I can't say survive. Uh, sounds like everyone's going with the Doom Train. Yeah, I'd say do do Wolfenstein or oh, just a reminder so I can put in the credits. I thought you said Wolfenstein two and then order. Yeah, uh, I would say Evil Within to just give it a shot. Okay. And, um, look at my other games there. Resident Evil 7, yeah, bloody, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. I got my dad, and my dad still jumps to yeah. that. He jumps. Like, he knows it coming, and he still <laughs> jumps. I'm like, okay. And uh, I do know that VRs are on sale right now. Are they, really? I, unfortunately, I bought it when it wasn't on sale, but it's uh, $100 cheaper for each thing. So, like, a bundle that would be, like, 440 is, like, 349 I don't know how long the deal's lasting, but 
If you want to jump on the VR, uh, you can buy each thing individually. You get like the, you need the camera, and then you, you can get the move controllers, and of course the VR headset itself. But I got the bundle, so it came with all of that. Camera's necessary, it's kind of like a, I guess what the Wii sensor bar would be. Okay. Yeah, so you need it. Oh yeah, connect bar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, connect. Yeah. Say, uh, and that wasn't an ad just telling you what you can do <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, if, if you're curious about it okay definitely try it out I mean I I need to spend more time with it and get acclimated so I don't get sick every hour or two hours but afterwards I mean it's pretty good but I do recommend if you're playing something like Resident Evil 7 don't be standing up yeah because I was I was moving while standing up trying to play it. I felt myself jump Oh, because uh, my body was like reacting to the movements of what's going on on the in the goggles. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Okay. So where can we find you on the internet? Ah, oh, jeez. I don't have anything to plug, man. Oh, you got you got any gamer tags? No oh, gamer yeah. Tag? Yes, my gamer tag is uh, TV the Punisher. TV the Punisher. Oh yeah, we are friends on. Yes, sir. Yeah. So yeah. On PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. <laughs> so got them all just I even have a Steam account it's just my computer sucks so I can't do any hardcore PC gaming but uh thank you for coming on course, sir yeah, about time you came yes, on about time <laughs> this and and you can find me on the internet at Agent Platypus 23 across all platforms Twitter or you can find me on Facebook under Perry Morton um this has been AWA Gaming, episode 35. Uh, you can find this on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any of your favorite podcast directory. If you're going through iTunes, could you please do me a f- nice big favor and leave a five-star review? It would really keep me up to date with what you guys think. And it keeps the mics on, as this isn't just free. You gotta know. You gotta pay bills and stuff. And see if you guys actually like but if not, we will still make the content for you. And this is episode 35. Perry, your podcast MC, checking out. See you next time, guys. Bye. <clears throat>